Today's episode, we'll be discussing the first Purge movie. Also, we watched the first Purge, which is actually the fourth Purge movie and a prequel to the first Purge, which takes place after the events in the first Purge. <laughs> Finally, we'll learn what really happened during the first Purge, leading us to the world introduced in the first Purge. <laughs> <laughs> hey! My name's Andy. With me is always the first person I'd Purge. Muller. Uh, the only purge we didn't watch was the purge mall election day. <laughs> For obvious reasons, we didn't watch that one. And joining us today, back again, Richard, or should I say, <laughs> Snitcher. <laughs> Newly known as Snitcher. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. So... Every time we've had Richard on thus far, you know, I tell a little story about him since we, we've been friends for a long time. He's all full my, of stories that he can tell on. All my <laughs> stories have always been from, like, I don't want to say our childhood, but a long time ago, like uh, late high school or whenever. Mm -hmm. But this is a, fair, a much more recent, much more uh, relevant story I have now. A couple weeks ago, this Still was fresh. the weekend before Halloween. So naturally, like, I, like during October, I just tried to load up my entire month with horror movies. But it's the weekend before. So we're going over to my brother's house, going to watch uh, a horror movie of some kind. Some kind. My brother has this idea. Just a little, like, prank we're going to pull on his, on his wife. Because uh, she's, like, terrified by horror movies. Like, she gets, like, has, like, nightmares. And, like, she'll watch a spooky movie and, like, won't want to go out. Like, won't, won't have the lights off and stuff like that. Just, like, way scared of horror movies. So he has this idea, we'll, like she wants to hang out and watch a movie with us, we won't tell her it's a horror movie, and specifically we're going to tell her it's not a horror movie, so she'll be tricked into watching it and get super In my defense. <laughs> <laughs> Save your defense. Don't start defending. I'm to know it was a prank. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start negotiating against yourself <laughs> yeah. before you've even got your accusations laid. Uh, so... Richard's all in for this plan. We, we tell him this, this plan. And uh, we end up we watching... We tell him it's a prank. He still doesn't know. We scroll through Netflix ahead of time to pick, w pick one so we have it ready to go before she comes down to join us for the movie. Comes downstairs to join us Do you remember what movie it was? It was a movie on Netflix. I think it's a Netflix original movie called The Ritual. Yeah, and I, I had just secured myself a great nickname. <laughs> yeah. The Ritual. Were, yeah, immediate... That over. That was very short-lived. Not even an evening. What was the... Well, we were, I, was, I was like, what, what was the nickname? I was like, that'd be the a ritual. cool nickname for The you. Ritual. The oh. Ritual. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get I thought you just said the movie name again, because I was like, it's the I same mean, word. It pretty much is. Yeah, What's that called? A homonym? It sounds the same, but it's uh, different. It is yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> a homonym. Yeah. Um, so Richard's all in Great for joke. this plan to the, to the degree <laughs> that he's convincing her. Like, he's telling her, like, oh, no, this, it's a wilderness movie, because the movie is like a bunch of guys get lost in the woods. I told her it was an extreme hiking adventure. Yeah, so he's he's <laughs> all in. She believed it. <laughs> he's all in. So I mean, our our plan we 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 start watching the movie and whatever, whatever. And our plan's immediately obvious because it's got like that ominous like horror movie haunting like sound, <laughs> yeah. it's like score over top the whole thing. It's all red. Even the text is like this is clearly a horror movie we're watching. So she's already like she's like what is this movie? Like she's she's on to us immediately. Like it's not a prank that's meant to go for go far. Like we weren't we weren't going to get to the end of the movie and think that we still <laughs> Wait, still had her fooled. Um, 
and about I'm gonna say like 20, maybe 30 minutes into the movie, like like a couple times she's like, oh, this is this is scary. Like I don't know if I can continue watching this. Nothing crazy. She's not like angry at us or anything. Like she doesn't think anything of it. And like 20 minutes in, this Hold piece on. of shit. <laughs> yeah, I can't deny that. She did start to get angry <laughs> and annoying. No. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that's going to come into play later. Not annoying. It was like she made maybe, I'm going to say maybe three, but probably two comments. Be like, ah, I don't know if I can watch she this. Was ah, guys. I, I she actually, was squealing about it. I actually thought it was fun because like I watch horror movies and I've, I've said many times on the show, like I'm pretty dead inside. Like I enjoy horror. <laughs> you're dead inside and you're dead inside. <laughs> I enjoy, enjoy horror movies because like they're very visceral in their storytelling if they're done well. Um, but like I don't get scared by them, and a part of me always kind of misses that feeling. So I enjoy watching it with someone who's actually scared, because it's like I get to live vicariously through their. I remember their what it was like to be a human. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and about twenty to thirty minutes in, this sack of shit over here is like, look, my. I can't his name's, his name's Chris. Whatever. Chris tell Chris. Chris told me to come <laughs> over here and tell you it was a normal movie and it's actually a horror movie and just. I couldn't believe I, it I, just rats him out <laughs> so hard. And and like again, I, I can't stress enough, she was not angry at it. She was just like, Oh, I don't know if I can watch this. This is super scary. Like she's just saying she didn't really want to watch it, and she eventually did leave. Um it's like you've heard that phrase buckling under the pressure. <laughs> Doesn't apply because there was no pressure. This was just buckling. <laughs> buckling at the first hint of adversity. That's my shame. Incredible. And henceforth you will forever be known as snitcher. <laughs> I think on all of our phones and like the contacts you've been changed to snitcher. Yeah, now. I used to be Hollywood. And now I'm snitcher. That's another that's another story that. <laughs> so uh Just is that incredible. is that is that our whole story about snitcher? Uh yeah, well, well, so the other thing is, uh, when we're, because when, I immediately called you out, I'm like, I can, you rat bastard. I didn't immediately call him Snitcher. That took some time to come up with. But I was like, you rat bastard. I can't believe you. And then in front of her, you're like, look, I didn't want to listen to her whining the whole movie. And That's true. Like, just way more That's rude. That's my one defense. <laughs> I was pretty rude. I was like, I don't, don't want to hear her. I don't her. think she's too happy with you about that. <laughs> By the way, supposed to be doing her a favor and now she's yeah. mad at you and was, everyone else is mad at you. I was pissed because I was supposed to be doing her a favor and then she did not appreciate it at all. You called her whiny <laughs> like, and said I you didn't want to listen well, that, to her That was after she didn't appreciate well, it. Well, it's kind of funny. So um, <laughs> I'll tell you who aren't snitches are me and Andy today because we have another juicy ass story about you uh -oh. wanting to do people favors uh -oh. that we're not going to tell today oh, just, yeah, just no. to protect <laughs> you because we're not snitches. That one's for the future. Someday. Yeah, like, I gotta stop like, trying to do nice things to people. Yeah, so let, let, let this <laughs> be. Let <laughs> this your execution more than the actual, yeah. like, people not. Uh, people just don't appreciate me calling them yeah. whiny complainers. People don't appreciate <laughs> that I am so fucking nice. <laughs> let this be a lesson to you about good intentions. Mm -hmm. I'll Always. never have them again. I'm gonna be more like Andy. <laughs> so, so yeah, speaking of. self serving. Speaking of. Uh, Good intentions. Hey, Snitchard, have you ever been jerked off by your dad? Mm, let me think. He had to think about this. Nope. Andy, you ever been jerked off by your dad? That's a hard no. Can't say I have. <laughs> That's a hard no. Why I masturbate my son 
dot blogspot.com. <laughs> oh, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard something about this. I didn't read into it for obvious reasons, but I've heard something about this. So I read this with a friend of mine, and she's messaged me every day saying, I keep thinking about this, that article about why I masturbate my profoundly disabled son, oh. and I just can't get it out of my head. It's disturbing me, and I... She's this, masturbating to <laughs> it. I had to read every word of it, in which I, of course, did not. <laughs> I mean, I understand that. It's like a train wreck, right? Like, I mean, you got to read that. Yeah. I mean, you can you can you can surmise what this blog article is uh, is about, and uh, so it's just about this guy uh, who is uh, you know the the kid is physically disabled, and he goes, oh, you know, I'm giving my kid, he's got like a broken leg. I'm giving my kid, <laughs> he's got a broken pinky toe. <laughs> he's like, I got to better masturbate myself. <laughs> um, you know, and I mean, he's like one of those guys who looks really gimpy. You know, yeah, his arms are all gimpy and stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, he's super handicapped, and like he's like, you know, I'm giving my son a bath, and he's getting erections and stuff. So how you know. Jesus. Like the guy's not a, that this really matters. He's like an adult, you. like, you know, he's like a 30, 35 why year old you just hire like adult. A nurse? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what this special nurse. That's why I'm bringing all of this in because that's really what this story is about. I mean, I don't have to say much about uh, about this story. I don't have to go into Where's it the controversy? To, 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 to go about it. He, oh, you know, I want to help out my son. You know, he's clearly sexually frustrated. He can't masturbate himself or whatever. And the comment section on this blog oh is just amazing. It's, is it like people in support or people yeah. out? It is, it is every viewpoint <laughs> imaginable. <laughs> you know, so first comment, amazing story, very compassionate and loving. Thanks for sharing. Squirt, squirt. <laughs> and then uh, followed by Jimbo. Mate, you're a sick fuck. Justifying your own twisted self-indulgence, taking advantage of a helpless individual's disability. The sad reality is there's many more out there like you, you sick bastards. Get an Asian woman, put her on retainer, <laughs> and, and you have a freaking female non-relative. Do it at minimal cost, you depraved piece of shit. You really well, want to indulge your sick-ass homosexual so, side? Come on over here, and I'll fuck you till you love me, you wow. faggot. Wow. <laughs> of- wow. There, it, it, like, followed by, like, a wonderful story of, uh, of human compassion and, and uh, the resilience of man. And then, and then Jimbo, come over here, I'll fuck you. <laughs> like, like, there's just the most depraved every side of, of, yeah, of the spectrum the is in his comments. So what, have they heard what the son has to say about this? He can't No, say. he's mute. He can't. The son oh, can't. Mute. The son is no completely non In his head, he's like, Dad, stop. Oh, no, he's well, Dad, no. I, was, I was wondering, is this the dad taking advantage of him or are they both sick fucks? I don't know. Usually you know, when you like, take advantage of somebody, you don't true. jerk them off. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the way he tells this story, of course, is that he's showing compassion to his son and he's got all of these reasons for it. I actually love, really love the guy who uh, commented uh, against Jimbo. He says, Hey, Jimbo, fuck you with your Asian woman comment. Are you for fucking real? Why don't you have your mother do him for free? <laughs> 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 the comments are just unbelievable. Wow. I was crying as I would go through this. That's a good one. It's really great that you chose to give your son what he wanted, oh. a- acknowledge his sexual needs, and spoke about this, oh. not just for Mustafa, which I think is his son's name, but people with uh, this disability. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, villain? the villain in the Lion King? Why would you name? Well, it's probably a popular name. But Best wishes and prayers for your endeavor. Much thanks and love for sharing. Uh, comment, squirt, reply, squirt. K- quick, kill yourself too, you stupid fucking idiots. <laughs> 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 <Just> <laughs> See, we've, like, 
the internet has really reached a point where like I read stuff like that and there was a time when I would immediately assumed like, yeah, father jerks off his disabled son for whatever. I would read that and think it was a joke. I'm never sure anymore. I never know if things are jokes or satire anymore because you just, there's so many ridiculous blogs from a bunch of, a bunch of people just looking for, like looking at clickbait that are like, like there's that, that article going around. Like if, if you're straight and you won't have sex with your your gay friends, you're a homophobe. Yeah. Like, I, read, I read this. That was like a real article. No, it's if, if, if you won't have sex with a trans yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, something like you that. Know, but I read it and I'm... With, who still has a penis. I just read it and I, I have no idea if it's satire anymore. There was a time when it was clear, when those sort of things were clear satire. Now I have no idea. So did you, did, did you hear about that uh, scandal that came out where um, those re these researchers... Um, they wanted to kind of expose like uh, all of these social gender studies, uh, you know, science departments for what they are. So they wrote, typically a researcher, like a, a scientist, they'll write maybe one article a year and get it published. It takes like a year to get an article published. It's a huge endeavor to get one yeah. article published. So they wrote like 20 in 10 months. Like some of them they just wrote in like two or three hours. And they got, I think, seven of them accepted by, by like gender peer-reviewed journals, and four of them were published. Um, and one of them, uh, it had the most hilarious title. It was like, Through the Back Door. And, and, and it, was, it was all about how, uh, how straight men should get their girlfriends to peg them with dildos, yeah. uh, and that will make them less transphobic. And this was a published article that the... the uh, well, that's just science. Yeah, so, and, and then uh, you know, the Gender Studies Journal says, wow, this is the most amazing uh, piece of uh, science that we've ever seen. They, they, don't, they don't only accept the articles, they give them an award for, for just yeah. uh, this excellence in, in, uh, in research and stuff. Excellence in butt stuff. Put, put stuff up your butt and that'll make you less of a, less of a transphobe. Brilliant. Yeah, so and this is real. This is like this doesn't even stand out against all the other uh, articles that are published in these types of journals. Yeah, so what's amazing about this is people will often link to these sorts of articles as though, well, look, they have a peer-reviewed study. Like, yeah, that's is, because it's the gold is, standard this of is knowledge. Si this is science. Yeah, this is the gold standard. Like, 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 this it's is supposed like, to be. This study proves it. Like, So if you don't agree with it, you're just ignorant or whatever. And people should look at this, like what these people did, because they did a whole bunch of articles. That's just one example. Yeah, they had one where they were like, oh, dog parks condone rape culture because, like, <laughs> because... Uh, Dog owners will like like if their male dog is like humping another like a female dog they'll be like oh that's fine dogs hump each other but if the male dog tries to hump another male dog they'll like rip the dog on and be like hey get off stop well that's stop just homophobic <laughs> yeah 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 exactly exactly it's but uh, yeah so the point being that people the, another published article by the yeah, way yeah so people should look at these things that are that are like these academic papers that are being published and still be critical like it's not just oh well academia says this. Well, especially so if that, there's no actual evidence to support it. Because well, and also just questioning, like, who's putting forth, like, like who's promoting it? Like, who, who was the one who published it? And, like, what are their motives? Yep. Because just because they're, they're, they're putting themselves forth as, like, these academic, trustable people doesn't mean that they are. And they might, they might have, I, I hate to use the word agenda, but that's the easiest word well, to it's use. Easy. So, yeah, we see it all the time. There was, like, lead and gasoline. Like, people with lots of money can get studies published. Well, I don't think that exactly. lead is good for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but there were studies that came out that said that this is fine for you and these that lead is amounts. fine for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but it's, in, but it's in gasoline. I'm not drinking the gasoline. <laughs> 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 you're oh, you've it. never lived. <laughs> uh, 
This moved me so much and opened my eyes to the many ways in which we erase the sexual desires of people with severe disabilities. You're a wonderful father and caregiver. Thank you for sharing this with the world. May you and Mustafa remain blessed. <laughs> <Mustafa>. <laughs> Wishing you happy. See, ha that makes me think it's actually a joke still. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's like named after cartoon characters. Well, I mean, if you were the type of dad who would jerk I mean, off maybe your it's kid, true. you might maybe, name your kid Mustafa. It gives uh, me a hint of, of fake. Wishing you happiness and love. Eggs with a Z replies, You mean happy incest, you dumb fuck? <laughs> yeah, Go really kill strange. yourself. <laughs> it's very, very strange. Yeah, so it's basically just people being really agreeing with it or really disagreeing with it, or people saying mostly, like, why aren't you just hiring like a prostitute or something like that? Like That's illegal. Wait. It's hard is to it say. illegal to jerk off your disabled son? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I think, I think if, if he's thirty, it's not illegal. Which anymore. one's more incest I think is illegal. Probably depends where you are. I don't know. I don't know. The, They're like, yeah, this is a real problem. We better legislate this. <laughs> well, I mean, it's so weird. Like, I don't. Even, I don't want to put any defense for it. But if, if he's no, but he's mute, so he can't even speak. Yeah, no, it's, it's no. It's, there's it's no so consent. No, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find the angle, and I can't do it. It's so funny. <laughs> I love it. I, I like how, you know, he's washing a penis and he's like, it's erect. Therefore, I must masturbate my child because of his uncontrollable <laughs> urges yeah. and desires. It's like, uh, why don't you kiss him on the lips, too? He's not getting enough of that. <laughs> why don't you blow him? <laughs> <laughs> he's not getting oh, enough God. Give it, a spit, give it the old spit shine. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty loving it. So um, before we get to our movie... Just oh, wanted boy. to uh, have a celebratory announcement. Stanley is finally dead. <laughs> <laughs> we've uh, we've been talking about we this did, for man. years. I know we brought it up before that we were looking forward to the day of. If you remember, <laughs> uh, you know we've talked about how there's always a Stanley uh, what's cameo? It? cameo. Cameo, yeah, that's in uh, in all these Marvel movies, and we just can't wait for the day Notice for this guy to, to get the fuck out of here and stop. <laughs> and not that I have a real problem with Stanley himself, but it's all these it's the, all these it's the fans. If yeah. the fans just love these cameos, oh God, Stan! It's exactly what I was expecting again for the 59th time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Stanley made another cameo where he looked like a frail old man. <laughs> oh, Stanley. Finally, with every new Marvel movie as an added benefit, we can finally say, oh, Stanley would be rolling in his grave if he saw this shit. <laughs> when he was alive, we knew he approved of it, but now that he's dead, we can really attribute yeah, we can how much we can use his hate. name for our own. Yeah, yes, purposes. now every shitty Marvel movie, oh, Stanley well, would be, he'd be just rolling in his grave if he saw how bad this Marvel movie was. There is some sort of, well, because. The reason that, that I was just like, I remember thinking, like, oh, I can't wait till he dies. Not just, I have nothing against him at all. He seems like a fine individual, whatever. It is more fun but to make fun of him because people love him so much. E exactly. So. <laughs> it, it's, not, it's not him being made fun of, it's the people that are be upset about it. <laughs> like, oh, this is the guy who created Spider Man. Like, Excelsior. <laughs> but, and the other thing, there's, I don't know, I don't know enough about it, but there's some bullshit that, like, he didn't create most of these characters. There's a guy named, I think, Jack Kirby, and Stanley just took credit. Oh, for Stanley like, is, um, not took credit, but like he was like the publisher, so he's he known for He's uh, Tesla's them. Edison. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew the full thing, but uh, it's something, it's a scenario like that where he didn't create most of them. Like I think he came up with a couple names, but then the guy, like someone else actually created like everything else about the character. Maybe he invented cameos. 
I guess so. <laughs> so are you guys ready to get to our most hated movie ever of the week? Mm-hmm. I think so. You don't have some 40-minute screed you want to go on against a, a trans people this time? Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, how much you hate? Them? I don't know. Well, I did see this note about tra- about um, Stan Lee, some note he wrote years ago about how we need more inclusivity and diversity and all of these all this stuff. And I was like, man, I'm glad you're dead, you <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> right, somebody shared that on, on Instagram. Actually, I heard a really funny thing from those researchers we were talking about who published those. They're like, um, and this wasn't even a joke, by the way. They, they, they said, yeah, you know, if you, have, um, if you have a panel of judges and they need it to be a diverse judges, judge, they'll just have seven black judges. It's a diverse <laughs> panel uh, now. It's, it's the most diverse. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a perfectly diverse panel. But he was like, they're being very serious because that's really how it is. This is the idea of like, we want a diverse panel. So we will have like an Asian dude, a black dude, blah, blah, blah. Isn't that almost inherently racist because you're implying? That's already you're a Im- bad. You're implying that 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 they think that they're different like they, they think differently than us you know what i mean like yeah. they, it's inherent they there's an inherent do. built in well yeah they do them. haven't you heard of phrenology <laughs> <laughs> the, the study of <laughs> it's like debunked it's 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 like what like uh, white slavers used to use to justify they said oh black people are actually dumber don't you remember that scene in django unchained and he pulls no. the skull open and i don't remember scenes anyways all right <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, let's get to moving. Yeah, on. so they trans talk. So I thought we were trying to say that their ideas should be different, and that's what makes them diverse, not their skin color. Yeah, Is that what you true. were getting that to with your point? With, with yeah, the, yeah, you know. But, but, but we're not even going to have a white guy and an Asian guy and a black guy, and now it's diverse, which is already stupid. They're all just going to be one race that's not white, <laughs> and now it's and they can't be Asian now either because they're too uh, privileged. So. They don't count. Okay, our most hated movie ever of the week is the first purge. <laughs> Wait, which one is that? Uh, it can be both. It's uh, the purge. Uh, the first one. Well, we watched both. <laughs> so already, before you even know anything about the movie, like this is this this franchise can be brought into the, the like complaining about. Just these stupid fucking ties. It's like Rambo, how the first one was called First Blood, and the second one was called Rambo First Blood Part Two, <laughs> and, and then like the third one was just called Rambo Three. And it's like, what is going on here? <laughs> and, and like Aliens was another one because there's Alien, then Aliens, mm-hmm. and then Alien Three, and then it was like Alien Resurrection. So like, can can you pick a fucking format? Because because what we're talking about when we say the first purge. The first Purge movie is called just called The Purge, but now the most recent one was called The First Purge. <laughs> and that's the fourth one. And it's the fourth one, but it's a prequel. It's like you couldn't have called it like some other generic title like Purge, The Beginning, yeah. or Origin. Not or- the Origins. First, oh, yeah. Not the first Purge, because when people talk about... Uh, Which Purge? Yeah. People talk about movie franchises. Like when, If we're talking about the other ones, I'll be like, yeah, the second Purge movie. I'm not going to call it Purge. Well, no, that's the first Anarchy. one, because the first one was the <laughs> My brain hurts! <laughs> get your shit together with Or do you mean Purge the title. second? Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so... If everybody should know what the purge is, otherwise you're living under a fucking rock. Um, but the pur- but just for uh-huh. you know my uncle Leo, who's not going to know, uh, the purge is. I mean, good for him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the purge is in the future. Nobody's uh-huh. violent because they all get to break the law in one day, and they all murder each for other. For one day, for twelve hours, they can all crimes are legal. 
Yeah, it's kind of are legal. Present. All all crimes are legal. Well, it's the present now. Not... The, the the first the Purge One <laughs> came out in 2013, so they, it's 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 more present now because the f- Purge One takes place in 2022. Was it? Yeah, I think yeah. So it's not that far from it's only no. like three years from now, three or four years. Um, yeah. So it's this movie that's supposed to be this kind of social commentary because maybe no. maybe because because it's like oh well all the rich people just have mansions and security systems so no one can get in to murder them. Like it's really implied that the purges they say all crimes are legal and you can do any crimes. But really, they mean that you can murder people because that's all that's they ever all focus you really on. See, there was one guy who tried to rob an ATM that, in the two, and he got murdered right away. Yeah, he got murdered immediately before he even robbed it. But so, other than that, do you really see any other crimes other than people trying to murder each other in these movies? Not really. There's, I don't think so. Like you know, public they, intoxication. Well, they're racist towards each other, so that's it's not illegal to be that's racist. Not, yeah, <laughs> well, well, it's, it's 2022. Yet. That's <laughs> movie. Yeah, not yet. This movie is but, very progressive. I guess. So it's supposed to be about how it's. Like, like they keep talking about, oh, I'm going to kill this person and I'll be cleansed and all my hatred, I'll be able to unleash it so that I don't have hatred for the rest of the year. And it's this movie that's it's supposed to be about like the human condition or something. But it's made by people who don't are not even familiar with the well, human see, condition or what it's like to be a human. Are talking about the first purge? All of them. <laughs> They're all the same. The purge one. The purge. <laughs> because the purge one was not about that. It wasn't about the purge. Well, here's the thing. Wait, but- are you talking about the first purge? Or- <laughs> purge one. The thing. <laughs> the thing is, though, you hear, it, you just read the concept. And you think, well, that's clear. Like, clearly, it's going to be something about some kind of social comment or something. Like, the concept itself is both a fun concept. Like, you can have a lot of yeah. schlocky fun with that. And also, it's like you could actually have some kind of commentary on it. And as soon as you hear the concept, like, you think it's going to be something about that. But especially on Purge 1, uh, it's definitely not. It's just no. like an excuse to have a movie about home invasion. Yeah. That's all it was. It was a movie about home invasion <laughs> and like trying to get that homeless guy out. And this is fucking garbage. The Purge had nothing to do with the concept it, it, of, or it the feels plot like of the movie. Listen, in- you guys are talking way too much about the movies. It feels like this entire franchise has survived purely based on its concept and has nothing to do with its execution because all of them are quite bad. Yeah. Yep. So like quite bad and miss the point and miss any miss any attempt at social commentary. So I, I feel like people are latching onto the concept more than the movie itself, which is kind of strange. I remember there was like a Rick and Morty purge episode that was much better than all of oh, these yeah. movies. Like that was actually pretty good, you know. That was definitely so. I want to get back to this human condition thing because yeah. first off, this idea that people murder each other because they just have murder built up in their veins mm. that it's like a video game meter that just keeps going up and if they don't murder somebody then like it'll explode and then they'll have to murder somebody so it's like oh well we can just regulate that and we'll just give you a regular murdering uh once a year how do they think that people work like well, <laughs> well like, think, like how is how like why do people well, murder they, people like they, aren't they murdered because their brains are all twisted up or I, somebody sleeps with their wife or they were a child soldier or something like like why like I what think, world do you just murder people because you're like oh I just gotta I think there's some truth to 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 that idea that there's there's this this aggression you need to get out and if you don't it can whatever you won't you won't feel content with yourself or something but i think that's more like a male thing like just in males males are inherently more aggressive and i think it's just dormant genetics this movie from, had nothing from primitive to s- man days but it doesn't have anything to it say had nothing that. to say about what it's like to be a human so there was give a shout out to rough sex 
<laughs> Shout out. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> guy named Ruff, whoever that is. Yeah, know. whoever that is. Uh, yeah, like, it's... I, I The whole time, I'm just baffled because I'm like, you know, there, there's these rich people who show up in the first movie and they're like, oh, we're going to kill this this black poor dude or whatever and we're yeah, going to get garbage. him and, you know, we have to cleanse our souls. And I'm like, so you're telling me that I'm supposed to believe that the rest <laughs> of the year you're a perfectly fine fella to mm-hmm. be around, but right now you're just an absolute psychopath, like just for just for one day and you just switch back to normal like immediately. Like, yeah, what do you... Well, at, at what point does somebody become a monster overnight? Like, is that not the thing that we know about humans is that it yeah. happens usually so, slowly, like through lots of pain or yep. something? So what I was getting at, like, I think there's some truth to that, like, oh, there's there's an aggression inside uh, people that if they, if they don't have any any kind of outlet to get it out, it, it might have might generate uh, other bad behavior. There's some truth to that, but they, they put all their chips in for that, <laughs> and that's it. But it's like... Uh, Violent behavior, especially in modern times, is much more comp- much more complicated hey. than that. There's 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 many factors that play into why someone would kill another person in modern days. Like it's far well, more addressed complicated. It with the son who wanted to bang the daughter more often or be with her. That was the other thing. Okay, well, so we gotta describe that better. To, nothing to do with poverty hey, or anything. Do you like guys that. do you guys remember that revenge movie where the person spends the whole movie getting revenge and afterwards they're actually happy and their life is fulfilled? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember that one ever because they always get the revenge and then they're like, oh it's it didn't fix anything yeah. because my life's still broken and blah blah blah. So it, it, the whole concept that again they put all their eggs in that basket is is just flat out wrong. Yeah. It's like it says nothing to you that that can illuminate you about your humanness, which is what this concept should do. It's a real cool idea. Like yeah, somebody could do like a Andy real said that's why the movie like the legacy lives on of the movie. The <laughs> concept better the than leg- the movie. It's the, the legacy concept. of the purge. <laughs> well, but you, you say that, but it's definitely like it's a reference. It's had some kind of like uh, pop, yeah. pop culture impact. You can reference the purge and people will know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, totally. So it's had a lasting appeal, but it's not had a it's lasting It's like a appeal. groundhog day sort of idea. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you say it and it's just like it's a You immediately know what it's they're a, talking about. It means about. yeah, yeah, it means yeah. something. So that says something, but it, there's no way that it has it that uh, idea has had an impact because of the quality of the movies because they're they're just dog shit. So this is what the purge is like. Um, you're dating the love of your life and you want to marry her, and then she gets hit by a bus and dies. Um, so this is this is another weird Mueller analogy where I have no idea how the two things relate. Hold on, relate. keep going. <laughs> yeah, what are you what are you doing here? Sorry. Uh, and then, uh, so then you meet somebody else and she's not as good as the girl that, uh, died. Um, you know, but it's like, well, she's dead. So you, you got to date this girl. Oh, that's now. sad. So then, yeah, now, now, now you're going out with this girl and then you'd like to marry her. Um, to uh, fill the void. Yeah, to fill the void. Um, and then she gets hit by a bus too. <laughs> and it happens about, I you were about to spoil say, alert, I thought you've you been to, driving the bus. Yeah. I thought you were about to say, and then you find out she likes to purge. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it happens 15 more times, each with diminishing returns for how much you like them. And then at the very end, you're like, well, you know, I'm going to buy her about a $5 million diamond ring to, to, to oh, propose life to insurance policy. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> it's like, here is the greatest idea ever, your diamond ring, given to just the worst backup, backup of backup choices sure. available to you. The, the people who executed on this movie really couldn't have done much worse other than it was 
very mediocre. I guess, I guess it could have been like really bad. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it's it. It's pretty mediocre. It could be Tommy Wiseau bad or something, but at least yeah. that would be more fun. You say execute funny. Execute? Eggs. You say execute. Like, yeah, it's, like called, it's a pun. Like it's, like like it's an just, egg. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, like you're like a like an egg promotion company. Like about you're the sales guy. For and the, for, for the egg industry. It's the excellent. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so the thing that they really left out in the purge, you kind of mentioned the ATM, was all the crimes that aren't violent crimes. Now, if I had a purge, I wouldn't be thinking about murdering people because like most people don't really want to murder people. One guy's like, oh, I'm going to kill my boss because I hate that guy. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty legit. Like, you know, there are some shitty bosses out there. Uh-huh. It's like, but why aren't you just, you know, hey, it's the purge day. Steal I'm going to tell the government that I didn't make any money last year and save $20,000 <laughs> in taxes. Tax <laughs> evasion. Purged. Tax I just purged my soul and purged myself of $20,000 in taxes. You could open up other people's mail and steal their identity. <laughs> you grab their SIN card. Uh... You could make, you could like uh, go over to somebody and like hold a gun to their head and make them sign over their house to you or something right. like their land deed, and then it's not a crime, and it's you just got a house. It wasn't giraffes on purge day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could make so much money on purge day, and people are going like, uh, so in one of the premises in the first purge, which is the fourth purge movie, oh boy. Um, Pur- was purge four was that the government was paying people to be part of the purge because it was like the first one they're like oh we it's not like they did it the whole country right it was just one small part of it's staten island yeah I think. yeah they, they just had this theory that oh if people could get out the violence blah 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 they would be more peaceful but then they found that well there's but there's all these poor people and nobody really wants to participate so the government's like oh well we'll give you five thousand dollars if you stay in staten island and be a part of the purge. And immediately or ruin, ruining their experiment. Yeah, yeah, re- immediately coloring the experiment. <laughs> um, I mean, it turned, it obviously ended up being just this political thing, so that didn't really matter. Um, but it's like, so let me get this straight. You can break the law, you can make people sign over their house to you or evade on your taxes or just break open ATMs scotch free. But you're just like, oh, well, I'll let the Isn't government pay me. free? I meant that's scotch what I meant. tape free. Yeah, scotch, scotch tape free. free. Um, the new brand of scotch. So there's, <laughs> you, like, well planned out. You could probably make a hundred grand on on yeah, purge. Yeah, for sure. If and you're, you're if, planning it, if you're not that, you do it every year. Yeah, yeah, you're planning it. It's <laughs> on a day. Plan the whole there's thing. like a twelve it's hour one day of work. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get lose pay on my work day. <laughs> I'm gonna go into McDonald's on purge day and yeah. serve those burgers. Um, so. You, even an idiot could probably pull in like a hundred grand on purge day, knowing mm-hmm. that you can do basically mm-hmm. anything. And they're like, but this five grand, the government's offering to pay me to, to participate in the purge. Who cares? Like you're, you're missing the bigger, uh, listen, forget the whole abortion debate. Like we don't need to make abortion God. legal or illegal. It's like, you just go to those conservative guys. You say, okay, we'll make it illegal. Sorry, you know, abortions are illegal. You guys are right. And that way you, got, you can win on some other issue because, you, you know, a little give and take. <laughs> and then you just have all your abortions on purge day. Yeah, purge no day. problem. The purging. Abort your four-year-old child. Uh, you you want to illegally immigrate into the country? Just wait till purge day. You just cross over the... I'm a legal citizen now. Cro- so what this franchise has really tipped around, like tiptoed around with its uh, concept, is that really on purge day, there'd, there'd be some murder, but there would be far more looting and far more rape. <laughs> yeah, yes. It would be probably... I'm gonna, let's, let's, let's try and think of the breakdown here. By I'm going to say it would... I, sorry, I just got a live feed comment... Uh, we don't need Staten Island. <laughs> so true. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to end this live feed. Like, like what the breakdown of crime would be. I'm going to say it would be like, like 5% murder. <laughs> and then like 15% looting and then 80% rape. And that would be <laughs> maybe a couple arsons thrown in just because it's fun to light stuff on fire. But that'd, it'd be a lot of rape, like a lot more than anything else. Dude, it's purging. I mean, it's just going to be the same stuff that happens in any riot. That's exactly what oh, a purge is. That's what I'm getting. Like at, a, yeah. a riot is literally just like, oh, you can do whatever you want, and there's, pro you know, and you think that you have no consequences because you think no one's filming you, yeah. but they are. Yeah. Like when we had that Game Seven riot in Vancouver, yeah. what my was sports that? team. It was like seven or eight years ago. We had the riot, and everybody like flipped over Vancouver, and so many people got in trouble because oh, they yeah. were just filming everything. Yeah. They're like, oh, there's that guy. I He's know, looting. I know someone who got in trouble. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> really? Is there a story that you, you can share? Too. Ooh, not, uh, not really, because I don't know the specifics of exactly, but it wasn't like he didn't do anything crazy. He probably okay. just like, helped tip the car or something like that. Mm -hmm. I actually don't know. That'd be fun to tip a car yeah, over. That'd be pretty fun. We used to do that in youth group, and you'd like, every, you'd do stuff with cars. You'd like put a potato in the exhaust pipe of a car. What? And then you'd, the older guys would like turn Youth up. group. Yeah, yeah. They'd, Keeping <laughs> kids up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like 12 or 13, so you got like. Flipping a car. You got the older, like, youth leader people who have cars, and they're like, uh, you know, so you'll shove the potato in the tailpipe. Isn't that destroy? Hey, I'm trying car. to tell this. <laughs> no, you just, you turn on the car and you floor it, and immediately the potato shoots like four. 400 oh, feet out. Cool. It's awesome. Okay. Yeah, uh, or they'd like, I don't know, somehow the youth pastor would get a hold of some like pick apart car or something so they'd pull it into the parking lot and everybody would take, would take turns smashing the windows oh, and stuff. Cool. With, wow. Yeah, it was awesome wow. actually. I had a, I, maybe I just had a cool youth group or yeah. something but we did we did pretty cool stuff. And it's like a miniature version of the purge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's what, that's why, that's why everyone went. <laughs> um, I don't know, like, what's the best way to use the purge? Like, you could steal land from the government or something, or, like, I don't know, you, you could be a national drug day where everybody does, all, they buy all their drugs for the year, like, on the purge day, buy so they're not, so don't get in trouble with their, like, all the criminals would be like, oh, we're going to do the drop. Everybody, drop on purge day. Like, we're going to do all our crazy, shady, alleyway, do docks, have, transitions, do any idea how much jaywalking you could do <laughs> in 12 hours? Just walking oh, back crazy. and forth in the middle of the street. <laughs> it's the purge. Wild. Yeah, they, could, they should have had, like, some handicapped people in the purge movie, like, doing, <laughs> just taking advantage of it in bizarre ways. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, you could park in handicapped spaces. That's another one. Yeah, they should have done montages of people doing one. mediocre crimes. Speeding. <laughs> opening other people's mail. Be yeah. like, oh, what's going on? I already said opening up other people's right. mail. <laughs> yeah, just That was my serious those. idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not talking. Just like opening hunting up like, endangered letters, letters from their grandma. Yeah, hunting. And then hunting. putting it back. Like nothing not like stealing their mail. Just reading it. You're voting just for a conservative government. You do that on Perch Day. <laughs> um... Yeah, all these things that we're saying were not in this movie at all, or any of the four. I guess we we missed the third, the election day. The well, I barely day. remember the second one. Yeah. So the we'll only talk later about the one thing I remember. I mean, we can talk about that now because I'm basically at there. Was ah later, later, later. Um, okay. I, I think here, here's the thing. I think there's there's three directions. Maybe you could you could take this this concept, and it would be. A, a good movie. There would be the social comment, like some kind of social commentary route where you're actually talking to, like some kind of commentary about uh, feeding into like the dormant violent tribal traits and the and the and, and the dangers of it. That that's something. That's not a movie. Like it'd be too serious for me. Like I would want something more fun. But that's a direction you could take it that would at least have something to say about the concept they've created. 
No, the, yeah, because because the whole movie wasn't about oh, it's like well, what is the actual impact on people releasing their violence, which I think would make them more violent because it's like. You know, people go to war and then they come back and they have PTSD and it's not because they saw bad things. It's because they realized they could kill someone. Sure. Right. And like that's, you know, and it's like, okay, well, you just take normal people and they're just like killing people. Apparently in these, you know, in these movies, pretty violent ways. It's like, yeah, they're going to be kind of scarred from that or they're probably not just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like the other route again. But but actually the movie wasn't about that. It was just about boo rich people. (laughs) Yes. 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 That's what I was. Um, But like. The other route, I think you could go, again, more serious than I would like, but like some kind of political commentary route where you're kind of exploring how governments will proselytize uh, violence as the ultimate virtue and just using that as a form to, to control people or to alter their motives or, 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 or hide their motives. Something like that. Again, it's a bit too serious and maybe just cliched, but at least it would have something to say. Like, you look at Purge 1, and it's just a home invasion movie. Which one is that? The first one? Purge 1. <laughs> the <laughs> first Fairly purge. obvious. Um, the first Purge. Um, one Purge. Yes. And <laughs> one colon It's just, you had, you had mentioned, Richard, like, while watching the movie, that the, the concept of the Purge could not exist at all in this movie, and it could just be a movie about yeah. a home invasion, and it would be just fine. It would be the same movie. It would be the almost identical movie. They just would have to take out, they'd have to some replace. Some news clips. They That's would just <laughs> do control F on the script, take any times they said uh, cl- Purge, yeah. and they would just replace it with Tuesday. Blurge. It could just be a movie about a, a bunch of rich people yep. who are about, they see some shady people outside their home, so they, they have this bunker down no, security they, thing. Same, and that's same story. It. Black guys run down the street. Somebody help me. Come in here. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then some white guys are like, let it, let the black guy out so we can kill him. Yeah, so not that I think like a social commentary route or a political commentary route wouldn't be like super cliched or contrived or anything, but it would at least be something that was relevant to its concept. It's a route you could go down rather than just, the purge is this thing that exists in the background. Don't really think about it. This is just home invasion. Definitely on purge one. That's that's the problem. I think the first purge uh, doesn't have that problem as much. Like it's definitely much more about the actual. You're talking about purge four. Purge four, the first purge. (laughs) (laughs) Their their fault. Uh, And the third route I think you could go down. This is the one I think they should have gone down. Gone down is just hamming it up. Just just this is a silly excuse to have a bunch like see a bunch of crazy violent. Crime, like violent gangs doing silly, wacky violence. Yeah, and with just complete cheese factor. With like, the social commentary, every once in a while. And, oh yeah, it I, was, I was about to say you could, you, and you could splice in some commentary. Yeah, in it that. poked through. So it, the whole, I mean, Purge One uh, had a good idea, but it was the script was clearly a first draft because they did not flesh out. He's it should be boo rich person because he sells security and he loves the purge. So just kind of play into the fact that people who like the purge are doing it for a monetary gain. Yeah, He's selling security, there. but they didn't go that route and they should have. Yeah. The, yeah. The main, the main family, like the yeah, dad, like doesn't really like, like the purge. A central thing of the story. He loves the purge because it's making him a ton of money. But and the, then that the would be way him. more so the, cynical. Yeah. That'd yeah. be a way better one. So the funny thing is though, is they do still try to do the, Boo, rich people commentary, which is a just way too popular of a way too sure. contrived of Boring. a commentary now. Uh, but the way they do it is uh, that in Purge One, there's like these rich people who are just clearly out of their fucking minds, like young rich people, like snooty, snobby types that are trying to kill one homeless guy just because they hate yeah, homeless I people. Yeah, I thought and it's he like, was going to so be. So your idea of why important. rich people are evil has nothing to do with like 
the greed, thing, the greed, and the things that people will do to, or, gain, to or gain like, power and money. It's nothing to do with that. It's just that rich people, they, they're just a bunch of jerks. <laughs> they just hate like, the that's homeless. That's their fucking commentary. And uh, that's pretty common among a lot of movies that have the boo rich people social commentary. Like we talked about it pretty extensively, I think, in this our Snowpiercer episode, how it's, the commentary is just so weak. It's just like, oh, these awful rich people. Yeah, once you and, that's, get, and then they just stop talking. Once you get rich. There one day you wake up and you just hate the homeless. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's probably not that simple. It's like when you have a lot more money, you got more money, more problems, man. Like it's not that easy. You got to manage that. You gotta, gotta. There needed to be way more people selling guns, people selling security systems. Oh yeah, they really could have taken like a they good did. capitalistic. They did. Every once in a while, they'd like, have a big, po- they'd have a big billboard that just had a picture of a gun, and it was like, oh, you're poking at. Oh, sorry, yeah. you're poking at your commentary, all, but that should be the movies. Yeah, they all they yeah. need is this like Paul Verhoeven, Robocop, mm-hmm. Starship Troopers styled commentary where, like you said, there's a big billboard. It's like it's got Uncle Sam with a big yeah. um, kids, a bazo- a family he's got a guns. big bazooka and yeah. he goes, you know, purge today, your yeah. country demands it or something like that. <laughs> so there's like a not completely like one to one direct comparison in the first Robocop. Uh, so there's a company in Robocop called the OCP, the Omni Consumer Products, I think. Omni, they, <laughs> Omni Consumer Products, that's a great name. I believe name. that's what it is. Uh, and they they privatize the police, and they're also uh, promoting uh, Delta City. It's like a, This is, takes place in Detroit, and the city's given them a contract to build like a new portion of, of Detroit that'll be like, like, like just super slick and, and take care of all the housing issues and blah, blah, blah. And there's Throughout the entire movie, which is already an interesting idea, yeah, already already great. Uh, but throughout the entire movie, it'll show like just just rampant crime and degeneracy, like degenerate criminals just just looting and pillaging throughout the whole movie, and like the streets just are completely trashed. But you'll always just see this super clean billboard in the background that says that says something about like Delta City coming soon, and it's just <laughs> like and and it, it's just an excuse for the. Omni, the OCP to get this contract. Like they don't actually care about like fixing the homeless problems. It's just about securing the the contract, and that's all. Like, so there is like there is a one to one ratio where that shows that Paul Verhoeven should have directed this. Movie. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at, because uh, he would understand how to handle cheesy action schlock, and also with some some smart yet subtle social commentary sprinkled in the background. Well, let's get to a better movie oh. that uh, that you guys are going to want. Let's make some money with our ad here today. Oh, boy. Um, okay, so today's ad is for is a very relevant ad for The Purge 5, Judge Dredd versus The Purge. Um, so the, you know... The Purge Mi- in Mega City 1. Miramax gave me a bit of a plot synopsis here for our ad. Uh, in the not-so-distant future of 2019, <laughs> crime is at an all-time low. Murder and rape have all but disappeared from society thanks to The Purge, the one-day-a-year where all crime is now legal and everyone can express their violent tendencies. Everyone except for one man. Judge Dredd. The public may think they're safe to break the law because of the purge, but think again. Uh, I got a little audio clip from Judge Dredd. There's no God greater than the law, not even the purge. 
After a lifetime of fighting crime, <laughs> Judge Dredd comes across the greatest villain of his career, America. Will Judge Dredd kill the citizens of the country he loves in order to uphold the law, or will he betray the law? Trick question. Judge Dredd will never betray the law. Uh, find out in The Purge 5, Judge Dredd versus The Purge. So really, this is just an ad for how you can throw Judge Dredd into any franchise and it's automatically better. Mm. Always, 100%. Every single time. Including The Purge, which Including you should Purge. go see The Purge 5 in theaters uh, near you soon. Judge Dredd versus The Purge. <laughs> uh, All right. Anyways, back to The Purge here. So, um, so we're going to talk about some of the gangs. Sure. Or some of the not gangs that should have been in The Purge. So... The Purge is just ripe for like a RoboCop or like warrior-styled themed gangs that are roaming the streets and killing people, and right? And to give them a, just a tiny snippet of credit, they do yeah. do it just a tiny little bit every now and then, but not like it should be basically the whole movie. Yep. Like I want to see just a bunch of like old school, early 90s, late 80s WWF characters that are just also breaking the law. Like they're just breaking the law, but with like a theme, like a themed character. And they do it a bit. Like I remember, so this is, this is what I, I was hinting at before. Like the only thing that I remember from Purge 2 was early on, it's like the beginning of the Purge and there's this real like just dad looking guy. Like he just looks like a boomer with like a mustache and some glasses. And he's driving around in a big like, like, semi truck maybe and then he opens up it's the like back an ice the... cream truck or like a butcher truck yeah or something, something like you know? that it's like a utility truck that has a bunch of space in the back that you can work in and um... then he opens up the back and there's a big gatling gun he's just dri getting someone to drive down the street as he just like oh, mows yeah. down people but he just looks like a dad with like a barbecue apron on and i just like this barbecue dad and i don't remember i think he dies early on and then the like the movie's not about him but I was very disappointed because I was like, oh, this movie. I was like, oh, okay, I see the fun in this franchise. I, I yeah, hadn't maybe seen the Purge the first isn't one. so bad after all. I hadn't all. seen any of them at that Big time. Big mistake. And, but then, like, that was maybe two minutes of the movie, and then the rest was just some just boring subplot. Uh, so it doesn't do that enough. We need more, we need more characters. And then in the first Purge, which is Purge 4, Purge 4 Part 1, um, <laughs> There's like there's this psycho guy that they first interviewed, and that's where they got the idea for the purge. Was this guy just he just needed an outlet to get his violence out? But like when when they start finally start the purge, he like duct tapes a bunch of like syringes to his knuckles, mm -hmm. like Wolverine. Almost. Yeah, that was awesome. I was like, oh, this is great. And I'm Richard, I think you called him the he's the, the needler. Need, the needler. He's just gonna go, <laughs> he doesn't do that. Yeah, he doesn't one. even really stab anyone yeah, with his he needles. Hey, I don't no, think it was he totally does. lame. It was a knife that he stabbed yeah. people with. That yeah, was terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they were on to something for about a second there. Yeah, like, the whole yeah, movie is cool. they're on to something, and then they fail in the execution. So yeah. what? So and what then there's like another guy who has a welder's mask on, and again, he doesn't really do anything either. But I was like, yeah, yeah he just like slashes at them and then disappears. The welder. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Like they need to do that we need more like wwf style characters around or or like you said the warriors style gang members yeah so i got one here for you is the mountaineers, the mountaineers that would be a great you know they got like they got little ice picks for going up those ice and then they got those spiky shoes like with all the spikes they're they, just kicking people's heads in with yeah, the yeah. you know like they climb up the ice wall <laughs> though right people. like they're yeah. like ice climber or yeah mountaineers are ice They'd climbers be breaking into apartments like scaling, scaling the, the, the side like, like, yeah yeah that'd be so awesome um <laughs> I got one for like, I think it'd be really great if we had like a group of construction workers 
too, and they like would have like two by fours and like hammers, but they'd have safety like vests on. And, like, <laughs> yeah, they'd look like the village people. <laughs> Um, I was thinking like the coal miners and they just have like those hats with the lights on them and yeah, like some pickaxes. Just, <laughs> just vandalists, I guess. Or maybe, no, they're breaking into like bank vaults by like yeah. pickaxing their <laughs> Yeah, we could have uh, the garbage men and they would just be from commando with, two, with machine Throwing guns. Throwing people into the compactors. <laughs> yeah, they could throw people. <laughs> well, in commando, they just, they, they pull up as garbage men, but then they just machine gun guys. And it'd be funny if they didn't even use their compactor. But the, yeah, the compactor thing's good. Um, we could have like, you know, like a bunch of like electronics nerds from like the eighties. So they'd have like proton packs with like soldering sure, irons yeah, yeah, and they'd yeah. like, they'd go around like soldering people and like, they'd have like little gadgets Lots that they gadgets. soldered yeah, together. Like, uh, what was, what was the Asian kids name in the Goonies? Uh, I'm pop, to pop, pork pie. No, that was the fat kid. <laughs> but yeah, he had, but he had a bunch of like gadgets, like a like a like a like a punching glove that came out on a spring. Out of yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. Like that. <laughs> That'd be great. We could have like the jugglers, and they would like juggle knives and stuff, and then they'd like juggle them into you and stuff, and just be just getting hit by a flaming. Yeah, flaming pin. chainsaw or something yeah. like that. A bunch of crusty jugglers. Um, we could have like the plumbers and they'd have monkey wrenches and they'd like tighten them. They'd have like a giant monkey wrench and they'd tighten it around your head and like oh, squeeze your head. The like teacher's a, union, just a bunch of people in sweater vests. They just like around. complain about their wages until you die of boredom. <laughs> the zookeeper and he release all the animals. <laughs> He'd come out riding a giraffe. <laughs> That sounds a zookeeper. Awesome. <laughs> That's like a Radagast, the the whatever guy have, from the Hobbit, like kind of thing going I didn't on. Even have that planned out. Yeah, I know, I know. I know you the did. dome. Uh, we could <laughs> <laughs> off the dome. Um, we could have like uh, you know like a bunch of like metalheads or something, and they'd have like guitars and oh, like yeah. sharp drumsticks. Real axes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is real axes. Like yeah. <laughs> they could be like those bone like axes too, or whatever. Yeah. Like they look like they're made of bone. Um, we could have. Um, like, uh, okay, but I was thinking, even if we didn't have gangs, we could also have, like, you know, like, we were talking the needler. Like, he's just one guy. So, so I'd be well, like... What, what I, what I want to ask the both of you is, what would your Purge character be? Like, this WWF-style character. Like, yeah, the what, need, like the needler. Like yeah. the needler or, or, or the barbecue dad. Uh, or, the butt burglar. <laughs> so, so you're just a rapist. Or the sodomizer. <laughs> you're just a rapist. <laughs> okay. No, I've, got, I've got like a, one of those masks, like those uh, just covers your eyes masks. Are like you, like like the Phantom of the Opera? Yeah. No, no, no. Like <laughs> a bandana you, across my eyes. Are you sure you wouldn't be snitchered and no, then yeah, released? Yeah, just and telling on everybody and purge. Release private government documents out writing, into the world. I'm just writing stuff down. That's exactly what you'd be. So so snitchered, he'd have this ledger. He'd have an immut, uh, a blockchain immutable ledger that he'd write down all the people he killed, and then he could go to their families and be like, I know who killed this person, and you can get them back <laughs> at the next, next purge. Year, 10, thousand bucks. A pop. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Um, I think I could be the stunt driver, and I'd be like, have like cool fingerless gloves, and I'd do like car <laughs> stunts. And at the end of the stunt, it would like hit someone and yeah. kill them or something. Yeah, like yeah. you'd like flip the car, but you'd land on somebody. Uh, or I could be like the Just death proof, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I'm all for that. I could be like the fattener, and I'd leave around tasty treats around the city, like fattening, fattening people up. up women. So, yeah, fattening, <laughs> fattening up women, up. and and then after the purge, I'd try to date them. Um, no, <laughs> no, but just to give them heart disease. The real <laughs> I'd like to see some cannibals. It'd be a really slow uh, 
that one we'd take a long time to kill people because it would be like ten purges <laughs> the by perf- the time the they died. The perfect crime. The perfect crime. No one, even even uh, Snitchard's immutable blockchain ledger <laughs> wouldn't be able to record this. Uh, you could have like a group of butchers. And like they'd just yeah, have their butcher good. knives. I mean, that's an obvious one, but like they could be dressed up as the butcher they should be cannibals. Pretty close to barbecue dad, actually, because he was basically a butcher. My character that I would be, I would be the mailman. <laughs> and I'd go around door to door. Door to door. Well, that, that too. But my main thing, like the day of the purge, I'd go around deli- door to door delivering mail and they'd open up their mail and that would determine what crime I was going to commit on uh. them, whether I would <laughs> murder them or. Steal from them or burn their house down. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just going to give them bombs and they would just blow them up. I could do that. Well, that's what I would do if like they didn't answer the door or open their mail. Or oh, yeah. You can't avoid the mailman. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can never escape. Mailman's got a package for you. Like, I have little phrases. <laughs> I'm here to deliver the pain. <laughs> you dressed up. Great. Holy shit! We could have like a. That's who, that's that's who I want to be during the purge. I, I remember in in Fallout New Vegas they had a group of Elvis impersonators in in Las Vegas called the Kings and they they mm-hmm. were just greasers and they'd go and beat people up and stuff. So I think I've, I think a group of gr- like outsiders style greasers could be pretty good for a yeah, yeah, for yeah. a purge gang or something like that. Also, we could have the movie extras gang. And just just a bunch a, of normal people. <laughs> a bunch of movie extras. They just, they just, they like just like walk a cosplay around. troupe walking yeah, they, around. They just walk around in the background of every scene. <laughs> oh, there's the movie extras game. Well, also, like any uh, any sports team really works. So they did this in the Warriors, where there's the gang that are dressed up like in baseball uniforms. That's really all they did. Yeah, you could have hockey players. You, you know, could have they go- got ice skates. You could have golfers, where like two of them hold down a guy and the other waxes his head with a golf, <laughs> with a golf, <laughs> yeah. golf club. That's like, just the mask. We could have a slam ball where they just jump people on trampolines and then throw them off a cliff. The NFL, which is. <laughs> Like football, which is basically just a oh, regular yeah. NFL just get game. A bunch of they're NFL all players in full gear. There's a lot of like rapists already in the NFL. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that goes hand in hand with that league, with that sport. Yeah, that's pretty good. Cowboys. <laughs> just cow the cowboy game. <laughs> that's all right. Man, we've already written a much better purge movie yeah. well, than that, all so four of these. So that's the thing is that this, like a lot of other movies, it's afraid to have fun with its concept. Yep. You have a concept, like I said, maybe you can go down the social commentary route. I could do but both. You should, if you're smart, do should but do both. I think this concept uh, heavily favors not taking itself too seriously. And that's their having mistake. Some, having they did. some fun with it. It takes itself way too. It it, it takes itself. Takes itself way too seriously and then doesn't even say anything. Yeah. So yeah. It just accomplishes nothing. They'll have something in a news report and they'll be like, critics of the purge have said it's just to get rid of the black people and homeless people and stuff. And it's like, well, too bad this movie isn't criticizing that idea <laughs> very Yeah, all. it just like, says it. Because it just on. says that in the news thing, but then like it doesn't really imply that that's really that true at all. Yeah, it's just, it really. I don't want to go too far down the social commentary other than it fails on all accounts to present any... Like, you don't really even know what it's trying to say... Well, that's what I'm saying. Other than, yeah, yeah I, I think they don't like the rich, uh, the writers, kind that, of, but they're rich. They made a lot of money off the movie. It's a weird that's line. what I'm saying. Like, I don't necessarily want to see a super serious social commentary movie out of The Purge, but at least that would be something because it goes that route, but then doesn't even say anything and also doesn't have fun with its concept. It's just like we've, like we've talked about with... Uh, I think we did. It was such a fucking long episode. When we did the original Saw's Giving, uh, that that franchise doesn't know how to have fun with its... its like, I don't want to go into this and, and see some high art thing. Like, 
I just want like with the Saw movies, I just want to see a bunch of silly death traps. Yep. That and and having fun with it. If you're going to throw in some social commentary, really ham it up and make mm-hmm. it make it fun. But then most of that movie's just it's just about Saw and detectives and a bunch of bullshit. And just like The Purge, it's like oh well, it's it's like we're following around like this this black kid and it's a, oh that movie the, the first Purge yeah that Purge sucks. Four yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah like like. Purge one when it's just it's just a home invasion movie and says there's very little mention of the purge even yeah they really missed the mark there it's they're not having fun with it so that's the that's the biggest problem with this franchise I think we got to I think we should get to a boomer okay um, but after that I've got a great story of a bet that I won this week because of this podcast oh my right. god interesting yeah. we're gonna be pretty happy about that so. Uh, you know, we got our baby. Uh, what is it? It's been a while. I don't think we did this last last week. Uh, baby boomers are shit. We did baby boomers are shit of the week. So uh, this one actually has to do with Richard. Oh boy! And it has to do. I'm with, getting it today. Uh, He's not a baby boomer. Uh, and it has Thankfully. to do. It has to do with dog shows. Okay. Have you ever been to a dog show, Richard? Yeah, I've seen the super dogs at the PE. You've been yeah. to a dog show. I know you have because I've been with you. I just said yes. You guys went together. <laughs> Wait, we went to a dog show together? Yeah, don't worry. I got a story. <laughs> oh, yeah, about I remember that dog show. So, so there was just some tiny little dog show in our town. Yeah. I, I, and we just went because it was like, whatever, we're not doing anything. And I want everybody to think about what we just said a dog show. Yeah, what the fuck is a dog show, anyways? It's lamer than it sounds, <laughs> and it doesn't sound very cool. <laughs> It so sounds awful. What the? F- it's unless the show is you get to go into the show and pet all the dogs. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, we got to pet. Some people were grooming their dogs ahead of time, and they're like, "You get to pet." I don't know where this story is going at all. <laughs> I know where it's kind of. A little I mean, this is say. why baby boomers are but shit of the week. So, dog shows just quick. Like, it, they're so like. It's not like oh, just a bunch of cool dogs just go hang out and pet some dogs. It's a bunch of like the weirdest. I don't want to say like rich people, but just like really prudish snooty people they'd be in the who purge. are just way too into their dog and then it's just like showcasing them like oh look how my dog walks and it's yeah. just like walking <laughs> in a really straight line with good posture I'm like who the fuck cares I don't care how good the posture is on your goddamn dog I just want to do a some, flip I just want to pet some friendly dogs that's what a dog <laughs> show should be I don't want I don't care about its fucking posture or that's how, what I was how saying how we lift its tail up who gives a shit look at look at this dog's asshole yeah. <laughs> look at how look gr- at that pucker <laughs> snip sn- <laughs> Stick your nose right in this dog's asshole and see how it smells. smells. like fresh potpourri. Yeah, it smells fresh, right? <laughs> so, a few, quite a few years ago, I don't even know how many years ago, we went to one of these stupid dog shows, but not long because I think we realized how boring it was and just just left. But there's there's like the showcase room where I'm where what I'm talking about. Do you remember you this, Richard? Them. You did you guys yeah, go to this? Yeah, I remember together? going to this dog show. Okay, yeah. okay. And yeah, so there's like the showcase room where all the boring stuff is happening. The dog's posture and walking. It's the who, biggest who room. That's like yeah. where the then there's like a, yeah. then there's like a prep room and it's kind of like almost like a convention. You just walk around and you can see these other dogs. But pe- like I said, these are the owners of all of people who put, who are, who have their dog in a dog show are, are really weird and skittish about their dog like they don't really want you touching them and whatever because they're, they're trying to make sure its behavior is proper yeah and blah blah, right. blah 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 uh and i remember going with you richard and i think my brother and his girlfriend uh and at the time like you were like you were still quite a bit of a punk rocker and you yeah. had like a crazy mohawk and whatever and all your clothes were like 
clearly coat. clearly like clothes you just bought Ripped. very ch- like very yeah. ch- very cheap clothes from value village and when i say cheap clothes from value village i mean the cheap stuff by value village so like some shitty old shirt and a, a trench coat which sure. is just like when you're a teenager with a trench coat it's just like oh, well, <laughs> it's a matter of time before he shoots something up apparently this guy's gonna shoot up the dog show or whatever um and you went up and just immediately, because we don't, we don't go to dog shows, so we don't know dog show <laughs> protocol. Uh, and you started, like, petting Richard him. just picks up the dog and just starts <laughs> chucking him in the air. Who's <laughs> a good boy? It's, it's honestly, it's nothing like, this isn't really a story of Richard doing something all that stupid. But, like, you went and you started petting this dog, and, you know, cute-looking dog, and they're friendly, whatever, and the dog wants to be pet. It's just begging for to be pet. Because it's a dog. Let it yeah. happen. Um, and yeah, this really prudish lady who owned the dog was coming like, uh, please don't pet the dog. I really don't want you to pet the dog. Just really like, I don't want to say, like really snooty and just very prudish about it. Like really annoying is what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, it was what you said, your response to I her, Richard. <laughs> and it was just, there's something that cracks me up every time. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. It's a lovely dog. <laughs> it's just the way you said it. It's not like the dumbest thing to say or anything. Like you, you, you realize it's just you realize you were stepping over, you know, their pers- her personal boundary. But trying to recover it yeah, somehow. Just pay a compliment was, and walk away. It was like the innocence. It was so, there was something about the innocence of the way you said it. I think also oh, just using the word lovely. lovely. It's, like, it's like trying to reach into her world of what some snooty language that she would use instead of like that's a cool dog it's like it's a lovely dog like yeah. but you're just out of your element <laughs> and, and, and also you got to remember at this point richard's dressed up in like value village clothes with like a crazy like probably like bright blue mohawk <laughs> <laughs> that's so great so wait what the fuck does it have to do with boomers well, boomers are the only people who would bring their dogs to a dog show like this. Like, what type nah, of young no, there were young, young girls. There. It's mostly it's it's mostly just women across the board. I think. Yeah. Okay, well, just to weird forget women, that for weird women. Okay, across so the board. so I've got I've got a few th- points of this story that so far that we're missing. I've got something okay. about taints. Okay. About like dog. This is a story dog? that you told me. Oh, so dog, taint? dog taints. Yeah, yeah. Something about dog rubbing taint. the taint of their dog. Wow. <laughs> I don't. I don't like, taint isn't a part of my regular vocabulary. I don't remember telling you this. Yeah, well, anyways, they're rubbing their dogs' assholes. And, and then you also, this, this is a story you told me years ago, and I just wrote it down to, you know, to remember I it. And, remember I, this uh, and then I also have something about uh, cleaning up the dog's nose with a handkerchief and then putting that handkerchief inside their own bra, like to store it after cleaning up their dog's nose. This definitely was not me who told you this Richard, if this wasn't you, I don't know who told me, but I wrote down (laughs) that you told me this story. So no, I didn't. Well, it's a great story. Anyways, apparently baby boomers weren't involved at all. (laughs) (laughs) What about the audience? Only a baby boomer would go to this sort of show. No, it's chicks, man. Well, I failed. (laughs) You really did. I mean, it's, it's funny to, cause they're, they are, they're weird people. These the dog show parts. Some of them were friendly people, but they're still weird. They make a lot of money doing it. Yeah, do they? Make, is there a lot of money involved? Yeah, there is. Well, I'm assuming a lot it's of money a lot like this 4-H dogs. thing where you bring your cow or your horse to show it right, off. Right, right. I assume that was always more of just a hobby thing. I think they can make pretty good money. Oh, okay, weird. 
I don't fascinating. Ever, yeah, I don't. I fascinating. Don't, don't ever bring me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your dog's asshole smells great. Well, if you want a lovely asshole, if you want to annoy a bunch of stuck-up prudish people, it's a real easy place to do it. Go, just go around petting. Dogs. Just go around petting dogs. Who's give them uh, food. Dog oh, show. Yeah, my homemade like, dog treat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> homemade dog food. Even He's gonna to, get the run. It wouldn't even need to be anything crazy. You could just get him some of those treats that are like bacon flavored or something. They'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's nitrates. He's on a strict diet of, of coconut oil or whatever. <laughs> coconut oil and mice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think they're boomers, but they are a weird breed of people. Well, listen, if you bring your dog to a dog show, you are a boomer at, in spirit. <laughs> whether whether you're over 55 or not, you still are a baby boomer and you're shit. You're as annoying as a baby You're boomer. as annoying as there a baby boomer. This segment's going to really open up to anyone who does anything annoying as what a baby boomer would do. <laughs> uh, so back to my bet. So okay. I got in an argument about when the movie It came out uh, at, at lunch yesterday with the, one of my coworkers. The original one? No, the new one. Anyone? Okay. Yeah, and, and, and so the guy goes, oh, no, it came out 2018. You just forgot. And, I, and then I remembered, oh, yeah, we did an episode on it. I think it was episode 22 or 23. We're at like 50-something now, so that's, yep. that's at least a year ago. Fun episode if you want to go back and yeah. learn how much of a weird sex pervert Stephen King is. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so I go, okay, I know it's at least over a year ago, so it's at least 2017. So, I, of course, I keep this to myself. I immediately uh -huh. pop up my hand. I'll make you a bet that the movie didn't come out this year. Overconfident coworker uh -huh. takes that bet, and I clean up. How much? That was like ten bucks or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was pretty it's happy. A very to, pedestrian bet. Yeah, I was. Yeah, <laughs> I was pretty happy to know that just because of this show, I was able to remember when it came out, and I won a bet. This show has benefited me I already. It was something to do with the purge. No, no, no. This bet was. Oh. This was just a random mm. bet. Right. Um, but talk, speaking of purging. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before, but I brought in, uh, you know, my, uh, my drug addict roommate who stole a bunch of our shit when he moved out at the beginning of the month, um, which was pretty nice of him. Uh, so I'd, we had gone through all of his stuff cause he, he just left, you know, they always just leave stuff where they stuff they don't want. Yeah, yeah, they just they leave all their stuff. You know, you've heard tons of stories yep. of addicts where it's like, oh yeah, they just left their crap and <laughs> they and, stole well, that stuff. Also, anyway. like that does just happen when some people move out and they just didn't, don't want they it. didn't give away. They didn't give away or sell something in time. Like that's how my brother has base. I think still his his dining room, like coffee, like table and and chairs. Like people, the previous owners just didn't want it. Now like we'll sell it to you for fifty bucks. Nice. Yeah, he said no, I don't want it for fifty bucks. And then they just left. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that so and and that's a common thing that happens. And I kind of yeah. sorted through the basic stuff. And you know, I, I did find some stuff. I found like oh, a little microphone here. It's like two hundred bucks. You know, we're starting to recover a little bit of the money from the stuff he stole. Uh -huh. um, but then he had this trunk, this tickle trunk that was locked, and we couldn't get it open. It's a tickle trunk. It's just a big chest, like it, okay. it's real big. Like if you had, you, had, you have to have two people to carry it. And it was the term "tickle trunk" just from <laughs> Mr. Dressup. Oh yeah, maybe that was just from Mr. Dressup. Well, we had one when I was a kid, and we called it that. So I just thought that's what I they were called. I think it's just Mr. Dressup. Uh, okay, because it tickles you. Don't search that on Google. You'll be put on some list or something. Like. <laughs> tickle trunk. <laughs> yeah, and, and, Andy, quick, stop those typing fingers. It's definitely not a thing. <laughs> okay. But it's definitely a Mr. Dress-Up thing. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, awesome. so it was a chest or some... some it's a storage, it was a tickle trunk. A storage box. What are you calling stuff a tickle trunk? <laughs> when you could have just set a box. Uh, so we went through We went through his tickle trunk. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like so you're fingering tickle. his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell 
insane, man. So after we're done the podcast, make sure you pack up all the microphones into the tickle truck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, in Dark Souls, when you open up the tickle trunk and it's a mimic and it, it eats you. It tickles you. Um, I didn't even think about that as weird at all until you guys. So you looked that into a box that the guy left behind. But it's locked. It looks like a treasure chest. It looks like a pirate's chest. You know, it's like one of those old ones. And so we weren't able to get that open until this week. And holy fuck, the pop plot thickens. Okay. I probably found, found about $6,000 worth of gear in there. What? I got just like electronics and music equipment, like $1,000 camera lenses, just all sorts oh, of insane stuff, stuff that he stole, yeah. I'm guessing. But he was also into those things as hobbies. Okay. Like he was into photography. Sure. He was into like this music stuff. So, and I remember, I think before he went off the wagon, like I think, yeah. like I don't know if it's stolen or if he bought okay. it. Right. Because it's like, because I know that he also collected that sort of stuff too. And it's like, you let's know, go I, with that story because then you <laughs> don't have to report it. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do with it? It's like, oh, yeah, I found, you know, my roommate stole like thousands of dollars worth well, of our stuff that. and we just recovered it from him, yeah. you know, in a different way. It's like, great. Anyway, so your roommate left all this sweet loot behind. And that's tickle box. In a loot chest. <laughs> tickle, tickle in, his, in his tickle trunk. And, 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 and now we're ahead. Nice. That's, that's, well, like, look, what are the chances of that? Like, I was freaking out. It was crack at Christmas on Wednesday no. this week. I was just like, like, this was, it was way better than Christmas. My parents gave me a $50 gift for Christmas. Like, this is awesome. And it's like, now I got everything I need. Got all the na- Naxalone kits that I need. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> were there naloxone kits? <laughs> yeah. In there? <laughs> yeah, there was like needles and shit. And oh my we were being God. real careful not to not to get yeah. pricked by any loose needles yeah. and whatever. But it was fun, I'll tell That's you that. Crazy. So anyways, back to the purge. So you ran After- a drug den? Uh, basically, oh, apparently, no. <laughs> <laughs> apparently just in our just in our garage. And but I do I do think that he just couldn't find someone to pick it up. And then, and then it was like, oh, it was the second of the month. He's supposed to be moved out the day before. He's fallen asleep in our closet, and we find him there. What are you doing here? You think he's come knocking on the door, guys? Seriously, I left my tickle trunk here. <laughs> yeah, no, I messaged. I was like, hey, come get your stuff because I knew he stole our yeah. stuff. So I kind of wanted to get him back, <laughs> back to the house, so yeah. we could confront him and or something. And yeah. uh, it's like, but you know, he probably knew. I still. <laughs> The funniest part about this story is that for ages you've always considered a storage box a tickle trunk. Yeah, that's your my, whole life you've just my gone take on away from this story. Thinking like, it's called a tickle trunk. <laughs> you know, that's what it's called, man. Mid thirty-ish guy calling it a box. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked into my tickle trunk. Uh, uh, so why don't we get back to the back to the grudge here? Uh, the purge, <laughs> the, the, the purge, and the first purge. Are those uh, uh, got the same words in them? Grudge and purge. Do you mean syllables? The yes, they the. both have. Oh no, no, no! It almost has the same words. If the P was a D, then the grudge and the purge would be like a, a <laughs> letter mix-up. Compelling, fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, be, even just getting outside of the movies themselves and just talking about this concept, it's like, how do you prove? that someone did these crimes exactly in those 12 hours. Like, what if you murder someone the day before, and then you, like, you're like, oh, I murdered them on the purge. It's like the know, honor system. Yeah, it's like the honor. <laughs> like, like, how can you actually prove that people do it? How do you know that you're safe after the purge? Like, isn't it really like, well, I'm not going to be safe for, like, another day. Yeah. Because, like, people could just pull that. So I'm going to have to stay in my house for another day or something. Like, how are you supposed to enforce I mean, any of this? I mean, it's possible. Like, there are some... I don't know. I don't know the depths of it, but there's def- there's definitely some really strong forensics that can prove, help prove when s- the specifics of when someone died. But 
the thing is, this is during a 12-hour period where there's just so much crime happening. The amount of crimes like this that you're talking about, like, oh, when did you kill this person? Was it five minutes before the purge? Was it the day before? Like, they're going to have to be trying to look into so many of those crimes that you could get away with. Yeah, killing. You could get away with killing anyone the week of the purge. Dude, really. you kidnap someone for 30 years and then you kill <laughs> them on the purge and you're like, well, it's just kidnapping. Uh, <laughs> it's the only crime you can charge me for. Like, They should have done the purge where it just works on the honor system. You you can't go inside buildings, but anybody on the streets is fair game. Oh, interesting. Because yeah, then oh, all okay. the suicidal people. Yeah, yeah. Just only take the part crazy the people purge. are fighting each other. That's kind of an interesting idea. Uh, and then, then you only kill the homeless people, which there is what they, they keep saying on the, streets the purge all is all the time. about. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, the building we're in, by the way, like every day we got homeless people like going and staying in that little nook yeah. when you get here, yeah. which is like a fine thing, Purge but em. they leave their shit there every day. Now it's your shit. So the, no, no, it's, oh, well, yeah, that's what I want is a bunch of dirty needles and like rags. Oh, like maybe they'll leave their, their tickle trunk behind. Yeah. So like our landlord has to pay every day to get someone to come and like clean that up. And it's like, it's good for the economy. That's kind of a dick move. Yeah, like someone's giving you move. some shelter. Yeah. It's good for the economy. <laughs> Just uh, vandalize everything. It's good for the economy. Outdoor janitors. Keeps those outdoor janitors in business. And yeah, like I just, it's, it's like, it's like you're going to just have so much you could make one of those scary movie, epic movie, whatever parodies of The Purge where like guys are like, oh, you, uh, you, you know, like I did that crime on The Purge. Oh, I did that crime. Uh, you know, like they could just you could just pin anything on The Purge to just get away with everything. And so, I do. Uh, yeah, it's like there's so many problems with it. So, again, if the they keep insisting that The Purge is meant to get rid of people's violent tendencies. Yeah. Why is it that all crimes are legal? Why don't they just say that all violent crimes yeah, are legal? Yeah, they, they they tiptoe around that pretty like they don't they don't even say it like they don't even they don't even it's like they're not even conscious that it would be a poor idea. They just say all crimes are legal, even murder. Like you know, nudge nudge, yes. wink wink. That's yeah, strange. <laughs> they had those that set of rules, and what stood out to me was it was like class four weapons and under. I was like, well, why do you care if it's like hey, right. I found this rocket launcher? Is it because they had less damage for the movie? to deal with, probably like property damage? With yeah, a but I launcher? have a feeling they wanted to make a constraint for the movie. They were well, like, well, we don't want it to be like, well, if they're rich, yeah. why don't they buy a rocket launcher? Like, or like a miniature nuke of some kind. Yeah, I, guess. Just, yeah. I think it's just to prevent that, maybe. It's like the depths of the rules that they thought of, that the writers thought of for this, like. Well, I'll tell you what. You're right. They could have just said violent crimes. All violent crimes, like murder. They could. The movie could just be murder. That murder is legal for the next 12 hours. Yeah, that's all the movie does. That's all that people needs trying to, be. to murder each other. It would make way may simpler. Like I said there's a set. There's there's two seconds where a guy tries to break into an ATM, but then he just gets murdered. So it, it, the movie's just about murder. It has nothing. Yeah, to all the things we're making fun of them for, we wouldn't even be able to make fun of them if they just had said only murder. Again, this, this movie could have some kind of commentary on, on crime and, and the uselessness of enforcing certain crimes or whatever, but it doesn't have anything to do with that. Well, no, they did, so they didn't, they kind of tried to go into this idea that the purge is corrupt on the fourth one, on the first purge. Yeah. But like yeah. in the first one, there was really like, there was no thing where it's like, oh, it turns out that the purge is actually this uh, conspiracy or something like that. Like They kind of did because they, they do were a little watching bit. the news and there was a report on, I guess, protesters or something. And they were like, well, people say it's just about uh, killing the homeless people. 
And yeah. and then they never really. I feel like my goal while watching this movie was to figure out what the commentary was because they they just weren't exploring. They, they have sprinkles of all these things we're talking about, but they're they just don't... throwing out ten different commentaries yeah, they, but, and not committing yeah. to but any I'm, of them. I'm trying to see like what one do they go down, and that that was like I was trying to figure out that the whole movie, and they just they go nowhere. There's a little bit of like some kind of commentary about like America's love or, or fetishization of violence a little bit because like yeah. people do wear like these crazy masks and like the, like some of the posters are like, it says the purge, but the font is like, it has like an American flag, like coloring to it. Yeah. And there, there's a bit of that. Like, I think one of the posters is some guy dressed up in like this kind of evilish looking George Washington costume. And it says the purge. So it's like, there's, it's like they're, just tapping kind of into like America's it's like it's like violence. they were like they were writing it and they had a daydream about a good idea so they kind of yeah. like had a fog yet okay yeah, and then they just, passed it on to some creative like, writing students and they made a first draft and they ran with it it's like when you it's like when you have a dream and somewhere in the dream like there's a joke like you tell the joke and you think it's really funny and like you get you wake up in the middle of the night to piss and you're like that was a pretty funny joke but then when you're fully awake later in the afternoon you're like that joke was just nonsense any sense it's like they took the dream joke and just ran with it like there's no exploration of it at all but it's another thing like this idea of like oh america's fetishization of of, of violence there's a couple thoughts i have about that one this is just another movie that glorifies violence so if, <laughs> if they're trying to say something about that it's very uh very hypocritical or like the other thing is so america's like safer and safer than it's ever been like all crimes across the board are down like, I know people think contrary to that because of the mass shootings that happen that are actually extremely, extremely rare. But, like, all crime across the board in America and most Western countries is, is at an all-time low. So this idea of, like, oh, America just has an obsession with violence. It's like, I guess. But if you look at the statistics, they don't really support that as much. So I, but I don't know. They don't explore they that They have more either. of an obsession like, with guns than they do with violence. Yeah. Yeah, which is why they really should have played into the gun thing more. Like they but they don't gotten, at all. There's yeah. no commentary about guns, as far as I can tell, except that they exist in the movie. Yeah, it was weird. So I remember thinking. So one area the writers did do a good job of covering because I remember mm -hmm. for the first while that I was. I remember thinking like, why is unemployment so low? They keep saying, oh, the purge is a success. It keeps unemployment so low. Yeah, and I didn't realize for a while it's like, oh, because they're killing all the unemployed. Yeah, like, yeah, home. I loved but that. Do homeless people count as in unemployed statistics? No, because uh, in unemployment imagine. statistics. Uh, they ask you, are you looking for work? If you're not looking for work, they don't count you. Oh, well, it's a good thing you know that. Just yeah, right offhand. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good, useless piece of knowledge. Um, so many episodes. You finally, finally come finally through. Come through. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, okay, I guess I have the same concern. Why, why is The Purge solving unemployment? I think they don't know that fact, and it's just a matter of, well, all the unemployed <laughs> are dead now. Yeah, but what, what do you mean? <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, it, it's like, oh, everybody got jobs because yeah, uh, they're, they're right? violent well, clean, tendencies. The cleanup well, takes a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so many jobs to. We got to keep enforcing that people aren't purged in five minutes after. It's so like we got nine hundred million people on <laughs> that job. Gets a lot of employment. So does the purge. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking, like, the the problem with like this idea is that it encourages people. I'm trying to think about why the purge doesn't work. It does, like in, in the way that it wouldn't eliminate crime or that it wouldn't solve people's violent tendencies or whatever. And it's like, 
it just encourages like anytime somebody pisses you off throughout the year, you can be like, oh, I'll just purge that guy on purge day. Like, yeah. uh, you know, like, your like, like instead of being like, well, I didn't like that and not really anything I can do about it. I'll move on. It's like, no, you can do something about it. You can just murder the guy. Like how, how is this supposed to unite a country See, they, in any way? The, like the reason so much of this is unclear in the movie is because they don't, they don't explore any of this. No, stuff. It's like, don't make any write, enemies. They write like, a movie within that. They concept. start with the idea that, oh, the government's saying that, oh, the purge is good because unemployment's down and crime across the board. That, because we know this specifically because of the purge. And then in, in Purge 4, the first purge, they, they say it's like, oh, well, the government actually kind of uh, propped it up like it was the savior, but it was really the experiment didn't say what they did. But they don't explore that much. So is this is this a movie about like a super... Uh, like fascist government that's that's using no. the using the purge as their platform, to, but but they don't explore that at all. They and do, really, yeah. They just talk about it. Well, like, not enough time. They I mean, get elected so, on this platform, which is like, oh, I yeah, like yeah, the yeah. commentary that the the majority of people are like, fuck it, let's fuck shit up. But it's really unclear, at least in I have, maybe they explain it all in the third one that I haven't seen. But, yeah, yeah, it's all uh, explained <laughs> in the purge three. <laughs> uh, they make it unclear if those statistics they talk about about unemployment being at one, if that's all just made up from the government to support to keep their platform propped up. Which would be weird to tell us because they didn't explore it. Yeah, the problem is it's unclear if it, this is like a, a hyper-fascist government thing and or if these facts that they're saying are untrue or not because they don't explore it. No. Not even... All you would need is a one-minute scene of someone be like, ah, the statistics on unemployment, they're actually they're through the roof. Listen, like, Andy. This, this, yeah, this, they this, don't go... This that's agency's not the movies. been keeping it down. Like, <laughs> yeah. Listen, Andy... You're expecting too much from this movie. <laughs> Not every movie is a work of art. Uh, yeah. Okay? It's, it's, it's just a movie about... Uh, and it's just an excuse for people to kill each other, and it doesn't have to be really good. It's just a movie made for mass audiences. Yeah, so I've... I've... <sighs> I've heard this this complaint in many different variations over the years. I, ho I think I hope we've talked about it at some point, and it's worth talking about every uh, episode if we have to. Because <laughs> I'm a movie person. I watch a lot of movies if it's not apparently obvious. <laughs> um, oh, I see. It's all illuminated. And eventually, you start to get a good understanding of like why things work, and and like even when it comes down to just story structure or whatever, all this boring film stuff. Um, and every now and then I'll watch a movie like like the like the first purge or the first purge or like <laughs> or, or step brothers. This is like step brothers is the first time I really took note of someone saying this to me like cuz they were hyping up this movie so hard. Oh my god, you got to see step brothers. It's so funny. I finally saw it and I just just fucking bored it. I'm like this is terrible. I hated it. Uh and I heard, "Well, you can't expect every movie to be a work of art. Movies are works of art." To be a, a masterpiece yeah. or whatever, and I'm, yeah, because I went into Step Brothers <laughs> expecting just a masterpiece of, of cinema. Like, no, it's like we just went on like uh, it's a 20 minute screed talking about how we want all these goofy character like silly gangs running around. It's about knowing what your fucking movie is. Like I'm not expecting every movie to be directed by like Kubrick or Scorsese or something. I, I just know what you are. And the Purge isn't that. It's like we talked about. Purge 1 is just a boring home invasion movie. Yeah. yeah. It's I, not fun violence. It's just boring violence for yeah. the most part. Yeah, I got in an argument with somebody about this last night talking about it because I was just, after watching it, of course, I was railing on, on mm -hmm. what, what pieces of shit they were. And it's like, oh, well, you know, I thought the Purge was... Uh, 
you know, it was all right. It's like, I think that you just expect too much from your movies. Like, it's like, this is just for the mass audience. It's just for sheep, man. Like, it's like, and I'm like, no, like, just follow, even just follow a simple, like, story circle, like a hero's journey, like, basic story circle yep. that any, you know, Back to the Future, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, you know, all the most popular mainstream movies that everyone went to go see and liked. Mm -hmm. It's like, just follow even that basic structure. And it's like, well, you know, it's like, it's just a movie that's just an excuse to show a bunch of violence and have people killing each other. And it's like, well, it wasn't very good violence. It was animated exactly. like CGI blood and stuff. Like, it's like, yeah. you know, if it, I know what, I've seen a Quentin Tarantino movie. Like, I know what violent, good violence looks like. And this is not that. So if it has a crappy story that you're saying, and it's like, yeah, like you can't just expect this to be this work of art. And it's like, I didn't expect The Purge to be something for like some weird art fag <laughs> yeah. audience or something like yeah. that. I, it's like, I have you seen the new Mad Max? It's like the anybody, any mainstream normie yeah. sheeple, like what the fuck are you talking about? Like y there are basic concepts of storytelling that we've known for thousands of years. Like we didn't just invent these. Like it's not like it's not too much to expect that someone who took a right a storytelling 101 course that those principles might be applied in here. And I'm not saying that like that the purge should be some hero's journey. You know, we talked about a bunch of ways that it could be and it could be this fun schlocky film with a bunch of fun schlocky yeah. violence. But it's like don't try to justify to me that I'm expecting too much from these movies. If I'm going to see Step Brothers, it should be funny. Yeah. It's a comedy. <laughs> I hope that it's funny. <laughs> like like it's like just be what you're going to be and do it well. So like this excuse it's always just a sidestepping for laziness. It's like, it's well, like, it's because I don't want to admit that the filmmakers are lazy. I want to admit that, oh, people, you just couldn't handle my personality. It's like, no, 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 you're just an asshole. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, you know, like you ever have people say things like that? They're like, oh yeah, people, you know, they just can't handle like what I'm putting out. And it's like, no, your ideas, like maybe you're some creative, wacky artist, dildo fellow or whatever. You can share dildo all your artist? art. And, <laughs> you, you can share all your art and stuff and people won't think you're an asshole, but you act like an asshole on on top of who you are. Yeah, you're an asshole despite the good things. Yeah, yeah, despite those good things. So don't go around <laughs> being like, oh, you know, people just aren't good enough to accept, you know, the genius art that I have. No, 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 no. They don't have a problem with that part of you. Yeah. Like, it's the part that you can change that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, like this, it's just so many people get so upset when you don't like a thing that they do. It's like, look, I didn't like Step Brothers. I didn't find it funny. I'm not angry at you for liking it. You <laughs> seem to be upset with me for not liking it. Like, yeah, I, I want to. I want to bring up. Take this opportunity to bring up my favorite Stallone movie. Uh, Cobra. Is it that porn? <laughs> We're talking about Cobra, one? right? Uh, <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. Uh, so, like the obvious that ones when people talk about when people talk about the best Stallone movies are Rocky and Rambo, and those are like his best. They're like the his, best movies. Yes, but my favorite Stallone movie is by far Cobra. And it, it's it's not like if I were to actually break it down and it, like look at the script and the filmmaking of and it, the structure and the and structure and all that, it's a pretty generic and probably not good movie. <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm trying not to use the word bad, but yeah, it's not a bad movie. But the movie knows what it is and it has a ton of fun with it. It hits like all of the the renegade cop style. Uh, cliches but it hits them all so well and it knows it's doing it i love that movie it's by far my favorite stallone movie is it a good movie no not really but so, it's uh -huh. it's so much fun that's what the purge should be we watched 
Cobra like three or four years ago. I want to. I've had a hankering to rewatch. Yeah, we should rewatch <laughs> it. I still the only thing I really remember is him cutting off that pizza with scissors. Yeah, <laughs> he walk. Weird. He walks in his house. He's got. A, he's got leftover pizza. He grabs some scissors off the counter cuts just the tip of the pizza off and thro- throws the rest of the slice away it's and just eats the tip. Inexplicably. <laughs> and as he goes strange. around cutting his guns, uh, sorry, cleaning his and guns it sh- after. it shot so like matter of fact. Like, yep, nothing weird <laughs> yeah, about nothing this. Yeah, nothing weird about this. Awesome. It's so funny and it's like, yeah, that's great. He only wants the best. Here's my, that's what it shows. Here's my pitch for Cobra and why everyone should watch Cobra and why I might rewatch it tonight. Uh, <laughs> The opening scene to Cobra is just there's this guy, random, like junkie, crazy man type, who's holding uh, like a grocery store clerk hostage inside, like a small, like a small little grocery store, and 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 nobody can get in. The cops are just sitting outside, like trying to negotiate with him, but he's out of his mind. And then one of the higher up police chiefs types like call the Cobra, and then <laughs> and then so this, this Stallone rolls up in his hot rod, which is just the most impractical cop car ever. Uh, <laughs> And he's got his like big aviator glasses, toothpick hanging off his mouth, and he just goes in. And then there's this awesome, awesome grocery store shootout. You got exploding bags of chips everywhere, and like still, he's being shot at. And he like grabs a beer off the shelf and just cracks it open, starts nice. drinking it. Nice. And, and then guns him down. I, I I don't know if he says the tagline where he's like, "Crime is a disease, and nice. I'm the cure." Like, and it's just. That's awesome. All of these things are awesome. Crime is a disease that needs Meet to be cured. Cure. It's just great. Tips. Also, the greatest villain death in cinema. I don't even, yeah, I don't even remember. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, it's don't ever. so great. The Purge just needs to be Starship Troopers. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's the what Purge it, is just a poor man Starship. Yeah, troopers. yeah, it's like they need because they they get it. They actually do get into in the first Purge um, this idea of like, oh, if you kill more people, you'll be rewarded or something, which is great. But they need like One a of bit, those sprinkles. Yeah, they're just little sprinkles, and they start to do that. They need like a poster that's just like yeah. purging uh, ensures citizenship. Yeah, yeah with, <laughs> with like a, with like one of those propaganda looking cartoons, like with like a guy with his foot on a homeless person's head. <laughs> Yeah, yes. totally. Something oh, like that. Call the herd, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, that is the yeah. type of cynical uh, satire that this should have been directed by Paul Verhoeven, <laughs> the guy directed. I don't think he could do it anymore. No, it should have been directed by Paul Verhoeven in the 80s. There you go. It sounds like an 80s concept, right? Like The Purge? Yeah. Because, yeah, the, because I mean, crime was at the all-time high. I don't know how it got derailed. I think it was a lower budget than it comes off as. The first one was. Yeah. The first one was a $3 million I also budget. think that a lot was lost in the editing. I think that Maybe. the way how like the father dies, uh, usually you don't kill your protagonist, but I think it was... Or, you, or if you do, you should be a much better, more acclaimed director who knows what they're doing. And yeah, do it, that. the satire not, doesn't Not the through. guy making the purge. I didn't know... Who, I, who was the protagonist in the first one? I think it was Ethan the father. Yeah. I don't think so yeah, yeah that was pretty unclear it was. Was, i thought it was the homeless guy it was less clear no. in purge four it's just because it's mostly his story i remember in the first one uh so remember in the first one uh this homeless guy's like oh i need help somebody's trying to kill me so they stupidly let him into their house and now now the guy's trying to kill him want him back and i really thought um, that was going to play out to and be yet, like i've i've <laughs> actually they say i'm homeless i'm not homeless i found out these government documents that yeah yeah you found like, out the purge is corrupt like that at all they're just <laughs> like nope. we want to kill that guy. yeah you were you were expecting 
expecting way too much. Yeah, I remember you guys were surmising this halfway through the movie and be like, <laughs> oh yeah, it maybe made so much sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe it was yeah, the maybe, obvious direction. Maybe this involved. homeless guy plays into like a bigger plot or yeah, <laughs> like something. All, no. I was like, no, you guys are dead wrong. Just just kill those dreams right now. <laughs> like this is this, it, this amounts to nothing. There is one scene in Starship Troopers that does a far better job of of the social and political commentary than this entire movie does. I know I talked about it, I think, on the... You're uh, the, the one scene in Starship Troopers does better than the whole then, Purge franchise put yes, together. Uh, okay. I think I, I know I probably mentioned it briefly in the Showgirls episode. I think it does. I gotta check another, the levels to see if it actually classic. does more. Um... <laughs> There's a scene early on where Michael Ironside is teaching a high school class and he's talking about how violence is, solved, violence is the solution for all of society's problems. And that scene is great. I, I can't do it any sense of justice. Type in YouTube, like, uh, Starship Troopers violence, and it'll pop up. It's just Michael Ironside giving a speech, but it's just great. And, and the movie goes on to, to this whole thing where it's, it's the, 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 the space marines against the bugs, and we're at war with them. The, bug, the space bugs want to kill us. And... You learn throughout the movie there's subtle hints that the government's just perpetuating this idea that we need to be at war with something, anything. They just chose the space bugs. Yeah, the space bugs like are like keeping to themselves on a distant yeah. planet, and we just went there and annoyed them Violent, like for no reason. Violence against the space bugs is just giving people the purpose that allows the government to be all powerful. It's brilliant. And, yeah, it's from and, Brave and, New World. And this one, oh, yeah, this one this. scene, this one like two-minute scene in Starship Troopers, uh, just Michael Michael Ironside talking. Yeah, it's better than it does a better, quicker, more efficient, and just clearer job of social commentary than all of the Purge franchise. Absolutely. And everyone should just watch Starship Troopers. It's fucking great. Yeah, I mean we've <laughs> doing like it tonight. The fifth time we've taught you, we've <laughs> talked about Starship Troopers. Um, yeah, so I was just thinking, so this idea is that this people will purge their violent tendencies and whatnot. Um, really, what's going to happen is that the only, the most of the violent people are just going to be the poor people. Because, like, that's, in society today, most of violent people are, like, not upper class. Like, most of them are, like, most of them are men. Well, yeah, they're melting. Most of them need more money. Or, like, yeah. that's where most and prime poor, comes from. So poor people have the most to benefit from, that's from right. illegal activities. Yeah. yeah, so rich people would just never vote it in. And, you know, and if the commentary is supposed to be boo rich people, they have too much control over society, you're kind of sending the opposite message in that case. <laughs> so it just never gets set up. So, like, to me, a far more interesting movie would be, like, they should iron out, like, well, how could this come yeah. to be with those things, knowing that it's like, okay, well, poor people are typically more violent because they need more things because it's like, oh, they're in a worse situation. Yeah, it turns out that when your life is really comfortable, you don't have as many violent tendencies there's, than when people are oppressing you. There's so whatever. many concepts and themes that they could go off of with, like, the concept of the purge, like class warfare and consumerism and, and uh, security, trading uh, liberty for security and shit like that, that they just don't. And in the Purge one, it just turns into that stupid home invasion movie. And then oh. in the first Purge, it turns into like a fucking rescue movie. I'm not even sure. <laughs> that movie was all over it. the place. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's because you could go in so many directions that they didn't really know which one to go yeah. on to. They yeah, just too many different jizzed options. them all out into yeah. the world. Well, that's why they've made like a television show now. And what is this, the fourth Fourth Purge movie. This is the fourth one, yeah. yeah. I can't believe how much money they're still making. Like, the people are still just loving going there to see it. There should be a Purge movie that's just Black Friday themed. And the whole episode takes place, like, in a Walmart. <laughs> or the whole episode. Oh! The whole movie takes place in a Walmart. Yeah, everything's uh, free. 
And yeah, these people go in for a deal for a TV, but then they get like locked in there and they're just like battling gangs of people who are just trying to get deals. Again, that just sounds like a good movie on it. That would be a great movie. Black Friday. Like The Purge, Black Friday. (laughs) It's the type of thing where where they'd be like, oh, there's a new Black Friday movie out. And you'd be like, they're making a movie about Black Friday? (laughs) Well, just in general, yeah. And then you'd be like, wait. That's an awesome idea. <laughs> yeah. And then the zookeeper shows yeah. up, rides his giraffe into the Walmart. Get the deals, boys. A rhino comes in and he's grabbing I stuff. think that we've thought up an incredible movie. <laughs> like, a, a, like, it doesn't have to be The Purge. It could just be a movie called Black Friday. All the cool gang ideas that we came up with. Yeah. Everybody trying to get deals. That's true. They're, they're, like, yeah, the baseball guys from the Warriors. It's, it's all in one bats. building, so you'd have a you'd be good like indie budget movie. You know, it's like not too many locations. You just need to find one of those abandoned malls and you know I'm where there's the, thousands of them across the state i'm the toy maker and he takes over the toy department he's got some wind-up toys that he's sending out uh, to attack people oh man it's like chopping mall the movie uh, writes itself so let's talk about the kid in the first movie not the kid who lets the homeless guy into the house who's obviously an idiot which um, kid then the teenager kid the who, 25 year old the girl t- playing a teenager <laughs> yeah yeah so um there's the, so again, the first one is just about a family and who gets home invaded or whatever. Um, but uh, one of the one of the subplots is that their teenage daughter, who's clearly 25, yeah. her their 17 year old teenage daughter, who's obviously yeah. by looks 25 years old, is like she's dating this boy who's her dad thinks is. Too, too old. old. Looks exactly the but same age. But they're the, the <laughs> actor and actress are clearly the same age. Yeah, they're even their makeup makes them look also, the same. Also, the yeah. man has a security. He works for a security company. Has this major security system. He doesn't even know this kid is in his house all the time. Yeah, so the kid, yeah, the, the kids always sneaking into their house to like make out with his daughter and stuff. When the purge all act- these cameras around. <laughs> yeah, the purge activates. He's got you know those big metal bo- doors that slam down and protect the windows and the doors so that no one can get in. Doesn't even know. That there's like a strange person in his yeah. house that he's not. so the kid hides out and he's like he's saying to to her, you know he's not they're not supposed to see each other because he's too old right and he's like he's you know they're upset about it so um, he's like oh you know I, I've come here during the purge and I'm gonna confront your father which immediately we're like well that doesn't sound like a good idea he's yeah, just gonna never. shoot you in the face like <laughs> yes. you know it's a problem solved yeah, do a job murder well done. you legally on that day don't do it on that day yeah so so then it turns out that the but the kid's plan is actually to kill her yeah. father so they can be together. Together. A bold plan to get into <laughs> yeah, a woman's pants. Stuck in that. Yeah. Murder her dad. It's just some upper class. In front of her. Yeah, in yeah. Fr- some upper class family. You're going to murder her dad, and then she's going to be like, finally, we yeah. can be together yeah. now that you've murdered my pesky father. That might have worked if they showed him to be an abusive father. And yeah, that, that might have worked. But that was not it. He was clearly very loving. And hey, that would have been yeah, a good time. Yeah, he was super loving. Yeah, he was There was no family. sense yeah. of even like, ah, damn dad making me do homework. Not even that. Like it's, it's just, just like, why do you care about my school? And he's like, I care about you, darling. Yeah, I love <laughs> you. Like, You're beautiful. You're great haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Homework's lame. <laughs> Parents are terrible. boyfriend kill my father. <laughs> yeah, it, it's and it's very clear based on her character that she would not be happy about him trying to kill her, kill her dad. So yeah, luckily the best thing happens is he tries to kill her dad and her dad turns around and shoots yeah. him in the face and kills him. No, awesome. in the torso and then he goes and dies in her room. Listen, the torso doesn't have as good of a just ring another as shoots him in the face. Just another subplot that didn't play in, into the plot whatsoever and just kind of petered out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm petered out real quick. So another really, I thought was a funny plot point about this was, um, so... 
the basic thing is, remember, those guys want to get the black dude out there. Hey, you, we want to kill that black dude that you let into your home. We're going to invade you. And it's like, well, you can't get in because we've got all this security. And they go, well, we've got a truck that's going to rip the said, security door. said, we have door. equipment to whip it out. So I'm expecting some big, crazy... Like a drill. Like yeah. a giant, like, like Mr. Like Mr. Vault drills. Yeah, something. yeah. One of like the, the Batman, Mr. Freeze like style, like <laughs> giant drills going to pop up, which would have been awesome, yeah, by the way. Again, um... That's the fun thing with these terrible movies because you can turn almost movie bad movies you can turn into a good thing if you just schlock it up. Have fun with have it. Have fun with it. You know, have a little bit of fun. Like I'm sitting here, people, oh, not every movie is a work of art. I'm like, I'm saying have more fun with it, yeah. not less, you I want idiot. Less art. <laughs> it's like, hey, listen, people are coming to this trampoline park. They just want to have a fun time. I want trampolines that bounce higher. Like, <laughs> what are you complaining to me about? Like, I'm saying these trampolines don't have much bounce to them. The trampeze artist who sets up trampolines around like fences he can't get over and breaks uh. in the place <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah we're gonna rip off your stuff and then and then his family's like oh well we're protected by the security system though right and he goes listen this alarm system isn't built for worst case scenarios <laughs> like you know we can't defend against this like i go well what the fuck is an alarm system if not for worst case scenarios like yeah. didn't isn't this alarm system built for the purge like yeah. that's why that's your whole job is like you get to sell elaborate alarm systems that no one would have needed if not for having yeah, a right. purge. So I thought that was a hilarious plot point that he really had to go out of his way. It's not built like it would have been better if he said nothing at all. This like was, the writers were trying to weird. cover their ass, but they didn't. This was one of the most inept protagonists we've seen in a long time. Yeah, they really needed to get Nancy Thompson in here from Nightmare on Elm Street, the 13-year-old girl, to yeah. deal with the purge instead of this fully a grown man who has like an a, a, like an armory of guns. Yeah, by the way, like a bunch. Of, so his his house gets breached during the purge, and instead of like having some kind of uh, panic room style room in his high like high tech security probably would have been cheaper than outfitting all his doors and yes. windows with like sliding iron like so in just one contained room that's like yeah. 20 10 square feet instead you know, of getting all of his meters. family to to get to the, the the secret panic room or something like that or even just one room that he knows he can barricade and keep them in his family just starts wandering around around the house and he doesn't care just oh, like, oh, I totally forgot. The second the purge starts, he's like, okay, daughter, you go into that corner of the house. And, and it's a big house. It's yeah, like borderline mansion. Yeah, and uh, son, you go in the opposite corner of the house, and everybody's spread out, so we don't know where anyone is. And and like they basically start doing that. When the guys come, they're like, oh, yeah. give us the black guy. They cut the power to the house so they can't see anything inside, and he's like, everybody, split up so we don't know where any of you are, even though there's a strange black dude in our house that might want to kill us. It's not even like they got split up at, like after things like got heated got heated it's like he just allowed them to continue wandering around even though everyone was had broken into their house at that point. He's like, yeah, whatever. My daughter is probably in a room or something. And he doesn't care yeah, they like were, at all. They yeah, they doing, couldn't find her. She was just in worst, her bedroom. The world's worst dad. They did this whole like Lost in the Woods Blair Witch thing, but it was in their own house. Yeah, like, it was like, I gotta go find dad. I have no idea it's like, where like, I am right now. It's your own house. Yeah, because they had like, but the, the kid had that little robot with a, a GoPro on it that was rolling around. So like sometimes the characters would talk into it to try to communicate with them. Yeah. But yeah, it was like this Blair Witch thing. It's like you're not in the woods. Like you're in your own. You you lived in this house. Like you know where things are. <laughs> like you could close your eyes and you could probably get through most of the house. Like because you probably walk around in dark. Like I walk around in my house in dark, and it's like you got to remember kind of where some yeah. things are or whatever, right? Or what about like the very bizarre morality coming from the parents, or I guess the leads in this movie, where the black dude 
who the homeless guy oh, who yeah. got sent into their house, whatever, so he weird. eventually acquires a gun and then takes the main, the protagonist's the daughter, daughter yeah. hostage and has yeah. a gun to her head. Yeah. And then they eventually, they, 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 they get the daughter free and they knock the, the black dude unconscious and they're going to like tie him up and then give him, give him over to the people outside that want him. They're like, no, we can't. He'll be killed. Yeah, we can't. they just so, flipped like a switch. How could we possibly do this to this man? He had a fucking gun to your daughter's It was head. so strange, and too. Were, I don't know were, if I were, missed a dialogue. They were, or... like, duct taping him to a chair, and they're like, what are you doing? You can't do this. This is immoral. Yeah. He had a gun to your yeah. daughter's head. And you're He's not even killing him. He's to kill her. You're just using him to save yourself. It, it, it was so weird. It, it's it's so bizarre. And then, they, again, they, they, they almost started to tap into, like, no, 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 you, like, I know you've always said that the purge was an important thing, and it, it helps, you know, people like cleanse people's souls or whatever but we can't do this we can't become look what we've become and they like start to do that well then it's just just peter's out again it's yeah just, like, it's just, this just, is weird. just absolutely this is nothing not good um i liked the first purge better than, than the purge first, one than, than purge the first one. purge yeah because it got a bit more so I, I have a feeling that might just be a budget uh thing because the, the maybe f- the purge one was like three million bucks budget, which is nothing. Yeah. Even for horror movie standards, that's very low. Especially when you like your lead was Ethan Hawke in 2013. Like Ethan Hawke's a pretty big actor yeah. by that time already. So pretty cheap. And then it got popular again, I think just based on concept. So they probably by the fourth one, I'm guessing, had more money. So oh, they yeah. could actually, okay, let's start making, even by the second one probably, let's start making movies more like on the streets, like see some of the action. Yeah, show some set pieces, like their rave set piece and like just the weird uh, makeup on the guy that looked, had scars all over. The Needler guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's where they start to tap into having a bit more fun with, yeah, like the Needler and I just more chaos and, yeah. and guns and whatever. It doesn't just take place those in Those homeless house. chicks that somehow rigged up all those dolls to explode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. That. Yeah, there's like these two crazy, like they look like, like really like sleazy looking prostitute types like over yeah, overweight like, and they're like yeah. the, like like the worst stereotype you can imagine yeah. of a prostitute uh and they showed like a couple shots of them like like playing with like a little i don't know dolls little doll or whatever you don't really think anything of it and then at some point one of the characters is wandering through an alley and he picks up like one of these dolls, like curious. Oh, what's this? And it has like a little like flashing like micro- timer. microchip yeah, or timer, timer or something like, like a homemade bomb on it. And it cuts over to these greasy looking prostitutes that are like ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, they, they have like a, they have like a full on like really high tech looking remote control thing. It was so weird. And then it sets off like a series of these explosions. Like, what are the odds that these that these Did we also two crazy looking people were like the purge? Advanced engineers. A, it's a twelve hour ordeal. It's only twelve hours. Hours, yeah, and somehow people are setting up these crazy things like these homeless sure. people. First off, they're homeless people and like clearly mentally ill, and somehow yeah. they're making these timers and like, yeah, it's dumb yeah, shit. Just, like, get a job at Google or something, yeah. like, you can do you're better. Right. Than- you're an engineer, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have the basics of engineering down. They like-, like the freedom of being homeless, yeah. I mean, that's that by that point because that was in purge four the first purge um that one started following around like so many different protagonists the whole movie was so fucking disjointed because there's like five different protagonists sort of 
Like that movie yeah. is a weird thing where it's like, why didn't you just have one protagonist that yeah, you were following? Around? Instead, there's like this young black dude who's he's that's strange you know, in storytelling. There were too many protagonists. It's very strange. It's a very uh, uh, Star Wars prequely thing to do yeah. where there's no clear protagonist. Yeah. But yeah, it's like there's in, in in the fourth purge, there's this young black dude, you know, he's he's selling drugs, but he's he's trying to do better in life. Yeah, he's supposed to then, have a conscience. But then he wants to see if the, he can use the purge to get out some of his frustrations. And it's like, okay, there's a potential. Oh, that young kid. There's a potential yeah, yeah. arc there, and that doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. And then there's like this drug dealer type who he has to stay in the, the purge area because... To he, protect he his empire. He, he's got to protect his empire. I don't, I don't have enough... We can't, we can't move this kind of uh, money and drugs yeah. that we have, so I got to stay here to protect it. But then it's like maybe he could see the, the, the senseless violence in the purge and realize that he's, he's helping perpetuate. No, they don't do any of that. Yeah. Like It's just no arc there. And then there's some activists. Like, it's like, why, why, why have so many goddamn protagonists? This, yeah. is, this is, should be a very simple... Simple structured movie, like you're not creating high art here. Just keep nope. it fucking simple. Get some and fun. Get more people like the Needler and Barbecue Dad in here. Like yeah, like, they had that like Pig Man who had like a couple. But I am Pig Man. They, they started to show like when things got going. They start, started to show people were putting on weird fucking masks and stuff. That was the best part of the whole movie. It was all the weirdos that were coming out. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm talking. There about. There was that pussy grabber in the sewer. Oh yeah, that guy was cool. He had like a weird baby <laughs> face, like a doll face on, yeah, the, top, on the front of his face. Face as like I think a, there was gas a guy in Mad Max who looked thing. exactly like that too. Similar. He had a doll on the back of his mask. I know exactly what guy you're talking about because I watch a lot of Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember Andy made a joke yesterday. You were like, I bet you the main characters of this movie watched the final version and they were like, oh, I thought I was just a side character. I didn't know I was one of the main characters in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, what we were just saying. Like, there's like five different protagonists and none of them have a very compelling or clear arc. Yeah, I bet all of them are like, oh, oh, oh I thought I was just a bit character. I didn't know I was the lead. Like, so well um, after it's been produced and released. I want to talk a few about a few mo movie tropes okay. uh, in the second one. So the first uh, cliche movie trope that we, that we noticed was... Um, all these people, so there's like these people watching over, like who are putting on the purge, like they're the organizers, the government organizers, kind of. They're some sort of group. Um, so they're in the office, but they're all in the dark with like these oh, yeah. blaringly yeah. glowing blue screens, it's like the on their faces. Yeah, it's like an NSA style room where there's all these like servers and then computer monitors. Yeah, but not, nobody has any lights on for some reason. Yeah. It's like they're doing business. Like they're not like, oh, we're working late. It's like everybody here is going full tilt, like running the purge for 12 hours. <laughs> hours like nobody thinks to turn on those like those top fluorescent lights or whatever like well your eyes are gonna burn out of the back yeah, of your head with they're the brightest here. the brightest blue screens i've ever seen in my damn life like <laughs> yeah i've never really even thought about that trope and still until watching this movie last night like 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 the hacker type and all his lights are off and like, yeah it's, like, it's gotta be dark lights off yeah you guys are like supposed to be the official like people you're not some like guy in the matrix like movie like, <laughs> yeah you're not your going face. to bed soon yeah yeah what you're are not, you doing you're at you're, work you don't have like Cheetos and yeah, and like a, a Murphy bed behind you, like uh, it's yeah. Um, and then the other the other big trope that I mean we've kind of talked about already, but really didn't identify is the overpopulation trope uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh yeah, like I, I don't know. You, I think you mentioned a few other movies where you. Well, were, no, no, no. I was confused because we had watched several movies recently that way overhyped global warming, and I thought yeah. I thought it was to do with that. No, it's it very similar warming. tone though. Like we haven't talked. What, what? How did it come up? The overpopulation thing. Well, that's first? just because that's what they say they're like oh it's because of uh 
You know, it's yeah, like, oh, they, 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 like they, 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 the government people literally say they're like, oh, there's too much, uh, you know, there's too many people, shitty yeah, people here. We got that's what the purge is here to kill. I think them. it was in the beginning montage. I mean, it's in Elysium. It's like in Soylent Green. Like it's, yeah. it's a pretty, yeah. you know, it's in Infinity Wars. Like that was like what most of the yeah. Infinity yeah, War is yeah, yeah. about. I uh, think spoiler like, alert: don't <laughs> care. Where Thanos <laughs> kills like half the universe. They like, <laughs> I think. If you're going to start commenting on things like global warming and overpopulation, like if you want to do it in a way that I'm going to take it seriously and, and doesn't come across as just sensationalist garbage, maybe just read up into it a little bit. Like people, yeah. Maybe just people read been, one article about global warming. Well, not, like, like, <laughs> like, like, like there's been centuries of people claiming that the earth can't sustain itself like past like 4 billion and 5 billion. It's like we're at 7 billion and we're still going strong. And it's like I know, I'm not saying it's not an issue. But when all you have to say about it is like we need a purge because <laughs> overpopulation is so bad, like this would help. It's fine fix in a in that. a strong satire, like if it yeah, is if, like yeah, yeah. schlocky. This yeah, is sure. not. I mean, uh, Thanos in the the Marvel movie, like he kind of had a logic to it, kind of like how you know some. I never saw that. Yeah, he's a decent villain, and like yeah, he's you know, a great villain. He's, he's and yeah. it's like he has a logic for why it makes sense to him, and you can see that it makes sense to him. You know, it doesn't many. have to make sense to you. Yeah, that's right. It's not stupid like it is in this. It's not, you know, it's whatever. It it's is too, what it too is. Many, too many goddamn superheroes in that I mean, isn't that like, <laughs> I guess it's not quite the same as... I have a as, prejudice um, against superheroes. <laughs> it's not quite the same as Watchmen. It's like, Watchmen's kind of similar, but not really, because they're like trying to create... Oh, yeah. He's trying to create an enemy, so he is kind of d taking care of overpopulation, but it's mostly about creating like an enemy for humanity to unite against. Hmm. Well, yeah, that wasn't... Well, in the Watchmen, it wasn't necessarily corruption. It's just that cr like... Or not, not so. Or it wasn't necessarily overpopulation. It, it's that yeah, just, like the world has was devolving into chaos, and 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 in particular, nuclear war was imminent. You know, maybe I've got the purge wrong. Maybe the purge is really clever because they're doing the, even what so Watchmen's clever. doing. We're uniting humanity against uh, one big evil. The homeless. The homeless. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what the Purge is about. Uh, that's pretty good. Do you remember at the end of Purge 4, the first Purge, um, <laughs> they finally, like, the Purge is over, and the, the, the drug leader dude has some kind of arc where he tries to help everyone, and then he realizes that the Purge is actually evil, and the government's trying to make it seem like it's needed, but it's really not. And it's like the ending line in the movie. They're all Oh, like, I was going to get... Yeah, that was literally all, my last note. <laughs> all the different arcs come together. You got the black kid, the gang leader, and the activist. They kind of, they kind of meet at the end. Some sense of, of proper story Oh, sorry. Structure. No, this is a different line. Uh, and then they're walking away. Again, having realized that, oh, the purge is not what it's being said to be. And then the one the activist chick says... Well, what do we what do we do now? And then the and the camera's kind of panning out, yeah, like you know, to go fight. into the sky. It pans over <laughs> to the drug guy. This is like oh, you really took the gravitas out of that line, Richard. <laughs> final line in the movie says, "Now we fight." <laughs> and I was waiting for him to say more because what does that mean? What, what does that even are mean? Are you talking about organizing a rebellion and are you talking about organizing a more effective purge for are next you just year? Talking about, <laughs> We're gonna fight are you more just people. Talking about doing the purge again <laughs> next year. Now we fight. 
Cut to credits. Yeah. (laughs) No, you need to elaborate on that more. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it was a pretty boring protagonist. Um, He was kind of clearly the protagonist, though, at least. Sort of, but it cut to that young black kid and the activist a lot. He was obviously, like, to me, I see him as the, like, in, yeah. Maybe, but there was long stretches without him. But I didn't see the guy from the first movie as the protagonist, like, the dad. Like, like, you said that, and I was was like, oh, really? (laughs) Like, this one I did imagine. Maybe it's just because he's so inept. It's like, I don't want to follow a protagonist. The other thing. Now, the other thing that was really funny about this doing. was like the government was, you know, they wanted this to be a success so that they could do more purges and kill all the homeless or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm making it seem much clearer, by the way. Like, yeah, my, I, was about, yeah. A, I was about to say maybe. Maybe that's what they were going Mine is for. a much clearer, funnier satire. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, finally, we can kill all those homeless. Um, it's like, so, so, so they get on the news after the purge and they go, we had record high levels of participation oh, yeah. in the purge. <laughs> it was a huge success, like to yeah. the public. As and it's like I thought the goal of the purge was that people wouldn't do crime for the rest of the year. Don't you need to wait a year to yeah. see if it was a like you're like you're saying it yeah. as if the purge itself was the goal? Yeah. Yes. So we know that was the goal for you because you're the evil like twirling mustache <laughs> villain. But this was a press conference. But this was a press conference. Like you're supposed to be saying some sort of lie about like now we'll have to wait a year and see. What whether this uh, makes the people less violent over the next yeah, year, and then we it, can see as whether if success was determined by how high the turnout, or how, yeah. how high the kill count was. <laughs> the general public isn't counting it that way. They're, <laughs> they want to know if the crime goes down. Uh, I love this, or maybe this is a much more brilliant satire than we're expecting. The general public is like, oh yes, how many homeless can we kill? Like, all the people are just rubbing their hands together. How many poor people can we get? Yeah, maybe we're just not smart enough for the purpose. Yeah, maybe we're, well, if they had <laughs> shown some it. people sitting on their couches watching the press relief, you know, putting yeah. their hands together, <laughs> oh, yes, how many poor, oh, this purge is great. That might have been, like, actually really good, but it I think they wouldn't shown, need to put the future It should have shown a, a guy who was looking over at like a TV, like in the, like a, sh- a shop distance or whatever that had that press conference. And then he, he just kind of nodded his head along and, <laughs> and then it panned over and he was at a voting booth and, he was like, yep, and then checked it off. Okay. <laughs> Cut to credits. There you go. Man, there's so many fixes for this franchise that are just, they write themselves. But they, they didn't write them at all. Uh, awful. Okay, I got more, but I don't. Uh, I don't want to. That's, that's, that's good. That's everything I got. Oh, Richie, thanks for uh, thanks for thanks Richard. For thanks for being <laughs> on board. Uh, make sure you don't tell anyone of the horrible things that we've said against the trans yeah, today. Try not, try not to leak any information about this episode before it airs. I'll keep snitching. it secret. <laughs> yeah. Wire. Yeah, there we go. All right. Uh, smell you. Uh, glad to have purged this out of my system. I'm gonna go purge some other things right now in the bathroom. Oh boy. Snitch Richard? Bye. Well, that's the story. So if your air conditioner goes on the fritz, or your washing machine blows up, or your recorder conks out, before you call the repairman, turn on all the lights, check all the closets and cupboards, look under all the beds, because you never can tell. There just might be people who like the purge in your house. <laughs> Are you talking about a recorder like the instrument? <laughs>